Hello. Hey. Hi there. How's it going? Good. Good. Nice good. to hear from you again. <laughs> Fresh. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Sneaky Dragon. I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm David Dedrick. And this is episode 434, and everything is normal and nothing is different. <laughs> that's, that's if you exactly think right. something is different, uh, that, that's on you, crazy person. Yeah, Ian is actually in a well, not speaking to me via Skype from his home uh, 45 kilometers away from me. Right. If you were to ask me how I am, I'd go, well, that's how it's, that's what I would say, because... <laughs> Technically, that's true. I was actually, yeah. I was going to do a thing where uh, I was going to pretend we were broadcasting from the Diefen Bunker, <laughs> which would be a pretty good place to actually be. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, people all know uh, we had uh, a leader, Diefen Baker, and uh, they built a, a bunker, Diefen Bunker, uh, that was supposed to be, I guess, like in case there was uh, like an atomic attack or something. Yeah, so, sure, sure. And so, uh, yeah. It was the height of the Cold War of the cold war and one of the things that it had in it was uh like its own little cbc canadian broadcasting corporation so you could actually do uh broadcasts and whatnot from inside uh this while the atomic wars were uh, were above you uh so <laughs> heck man if no one's using that that would be a great place to to start doing podcasting from yeah and you didn't want to have a any kind of break in bob kerr's organ wednesday regular radio slot so yeah they used know. to say whatever you do in canada don't touch bob's organ <laughs> don't touch don't mess with bob's organ yeah yes other yeah. people have made that, that terrible mistake <laughs> poor old bob kerr now i'm having a little bit of uh as we call i'm going to use some french here yeah. uh, because we are canadian yeah uh, Deja vu. Uh, Dave, <laughs> do you feel like we've done this kind of thing before? I or am I just remembering the movie The Mist? Yeah, I'm thinking of the French term merde, which is uh, what I put us in when I accidentally erased the beginning of the show uh, on Thursday night. So, <laughs> yeah, so we're having to re-record the the opening of the show because I I got uh, really paranoid. Just to explain, we are recording separately from each other. I don't know if that's obvious by the fact that my voice is crystal clear and Ian sounds like he's <laughs> he's in a hallway. But uh, and 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 if you're listening to this like, years in the future and you're yeah. going, why? Uh, you know, ask ask people that were around now. Sure, Talk and they will bore you with stories of of sitting <laughs> indoors and like oh, oh boy during that time we sure suffered. Uh, i tell you we had to play a lot of animal crossing <laughs> all we had was netflix and amazon Chill. prime and yeah so so yeah so i, I it was well because i got paranoid i started recording the show in stereo and i was wa i was watching the screen as i like to do when i'm tape recording with the laptop and i'm using my old laptop that we used to record sneaky dragon on and it was quite a handy handy tool in its day but it's very old now and so it has trouble doing all the process processes it needs to do like it's just getting it's just you know it's at that age where it's susceptible to the coronavirus and so <laughs> i thought when i was watching i was like oh my god because they would like we would be talking and it would stop like the screen would stop moving, like the little, you know, the little indicator of, of speaking uh, would, would just stop. And then we'd, be, we'd continue talking and then it would like suddenly go blop and it would like show like a big spread of talk. 
and then it would stop again, and then it would, so I started getting paranoid, like, is it recording us, or is it just recording what we're saying now while I'm looking at this, or what is happening? So I, um, I stopped the show to, to change it to mono, which I thought would be easier for it to handle, and, and then I, in my rush to get that done, I accidentally, um, it's kind of complicated, but I, I left the same, I did all in the same window, and so it kept the same show title. And so when I went to save it at the end, I went to sa- press save project as... But I didn't. My finger slipped on because I was just using the touchpad from a distance, kind of clumsily. And then it and it uh, it just you know without question it just recorded over episode four thirty four because it already was open as episode four thirty four and it didn't go. Do you want to record over this stuff you already recorded and stop recording? It just went. Oh, this is the same program, so of course or same file, so blop. It just erased everything else. So yeah, it sucked. And so then I was like, oh, you know what I should get? I should get a digital recorder because then I. Then I would have something here, and I wouldn't have to worry about this. Just like we have one at, at your place for for the shows. Mm-hmm. And then I went. Yeah, on... we used to we used to take it around like if we were doing Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah, we we would rent one and yeah, we right. yeah. interview people with that. Yeah, and that, it's pretty it's a handy thing. So you bought one, and it's really great, and it makes it a lot less worrisome because you don't have to worry about the laptop crashing or any kind of incident. It's, it saves everything onto an SD card, and as long as you don't like an idiot lose the SD card at the dollar store, it's pretty safe. But then I um, then I went to um, what did I do? Oh yeah, so I went online just to look and see what was available. And it's really interesting because like Amazon right now, they I guess they're so inundated with orders that they're pre- pre- they pretty much like have a triage going where like essential items go first. Oh okay. And you know obviously to me this is an essential item, but to them it's kind of like ordering a digital recorder, eh? What fun! <laughs> so it's. Uh, <laughs> It won't be shipped till April 25th, so it's interesting that there are like a month. You know, it used to be like I'd order because I'm an Amazon Prime member. I would order, and it'd be like this. You know, how soon we can get it to? Can we get it to you the, to you yesterday? We will. You know, but now it's like good luck. So then I I was looking online at um uh, like Long and McQuaid, and and um they didn't really have anything available, neither online or in store that I that was a price I wanted to pay because I don't want to like get what you have because yours is really good. I just wanted like a a little one that was sort of you know like a, around one hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. is what I was thinking of, and then um, but they had none available, and then I was looking at Tom Lee, and then they had one, and I was like, oh, bonus, and then they said it's in Langley, and I was like, oh, that's even better, and then it's close to April fifth, like, oh shoot, so yeah, they've closed their stores entirely for from March uh, March thirty first, April fifth, and I don't I don't know, wait, it's not March thirty first yet, is it? No, 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 no! It's closed from must be before March thirty, March twenty fifth, March twenty yeah, first. Right? This on the twenty eighth, right? Yeah, twenty first, March twenty first to the April fifth. They're closed, so I guess they're just closed during the spring break, um, which seemed like a good idea actually, since they're mostly like they're more kind of like school band oriented, like in terms of musical instrument rentals and things. Uh, as a that's kind of their bread and butter, I think, as a music store. Right. It, it makes sense if you're going to have to close down to do it while school's out, and you know, there's people aren't people don't need your services as much. So, and I guess it opening April fifth when people are expecting schools to be back now. And actually, the Ministry of Education is talking about schools being open as of April first. So that's uh, like oh, like open open yeah open to students yeah. And that is how yeah I know that's weird, isn't it? It's beyond but, weird, yeah. But and that doesn't mean that all students will be going there, but they will be open for students to to use them. So teachers have to be there. And um, oh, is in like, but then they would still be spacing them out. I would still be spacing like, them out, and and then there'll still be online classes available. And and so the students are still expected to do schoolwork. Yes, it's, I understand that. But yes. it's just that, yeah, to, for them to go in, I think is different. But I think like for Lisa, for instance, you know, she does ESL, so or E E L L as it's called now. 
um, they it would be difficult for her to do that online because so much of it is speaking in class as a component of learning, right? Like you go into class and you have to like be in an, in an environment that is completely English and no, does not have any other uh, language to it. So yeah, it's um, it's interesting anyway. Yeah, I don't even know how you'd, you'd work like the, I mean, just things like the washrooms, I don't even know how you'd work that. Well, most you know, schools uh, don't, their washrooms are really limited now because of all the vaping that's been going on. So like washrooms, you can't just go to the washroom on your own. You have to have a pass. Um, and wash okay, but if, but you do that, and then you know what? Yeah, you know, how can you clean up in there enough? Like I understand yeah, the yeah. washing of hands, sure. But uh, you know, you're leaving stuff behind, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't this know. Just, this just sounds uh, uh, rough. But then again, you're uh, you're already like out there. You're, you're working still. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we're working pretty steadily. Although when we were talking last time, I I, me I mentioned our our very what I thought was kind of very um, uh, unhelpful advice, which was basically wash your hands and, and you know be careful or <laughs> whatever. So, so but now they've brought in a whole new set of protocol where we have to. Um, so when the say when the the people come to pick up doors, whether it's a truck driver or the installers come, the they can't because you uh, you do uh, you make uh, garage doors for people who who don't know that. That that's right, that's right. Although you joked last time that we I made merry go rounds, so I just want to. I did. I, did. I, I would have probably gotten to something funny later, <laughs> but that's okay. I just wanted to bring that up because we, you mentioned it in the next part of the show, and if that didn't come up, it would be strangely. Uh... Oh, very good. Let me let me let me make that up. Now. <laughs> So, Dave, you uh, design, uh, you, you don't design, of course, uh, no. but you work in the carousel factory. That's right. And making old-timey uh, merry-go-rounds. That's right. And you're in charge of, I forget what half of the horse again. <laughs> I know it's not the head. Okay, go ahead. Yes, that's right. There's but my job description. Horse's ass is my job description. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so when they when they come to pick up from us, they have to stay in their vehicle. They, so when they arrive, so let's say like a guy comes with his van, and he and we come out. Well, he he comes, he opens up the back doors of his van, then he sits inside it, and then we come down and we load up the back the back back of his van with all the stuff that he needs, the doors and all the hardware and everything, and then we leave, and then he gets out, and then he and he then he secures his load, and then he leaves. So then we're not interacting with him at all. That's the that's the idea of it anyway. So there is a little bit of there's a little bit of um, how do you describe it? A little bit of flexibility with some of our truck drivers because it, it they are t picking up large loads and doors are really kind of tricky to ship so they want to be there to instruct us how they want them to go on the truck and so yeah. basically they can be near us but within like a safe distance and to give give it give their recommendations or advice or whatever their wishes as we as we load so that's fine i mean you know we're doing what we can do so and really to be honest it's much reduced in terms of of work because so much around the what they're doing is closed anyway so mm. you know like we're closed our showroom is closed no one could come and look at doors if they wanted to come in and, and you know look at look at various samples and stuff like that and make up their mind what they wanted so that's an avenue that's gone for for the companies that are selling and for them as well i imagine their showrooms are also limited now so they can't have customers coming into their their places to look at stuff so that's close to them so they're not getting much in the way of new orders and then construction is slow as well so even though construction is an essential service some companies have chosen to not work during this time period and so that has slowed down as well and it's just so it's just you know there's just a kind of a natural fallout and also the fact that uh so you were thinking about replacing your garage door well now you're your job is either you're, you've been laid off 
or it's in question if you're going to get you're going to get laid off the next couple of weeks. You don't know, so everything's up in the air. People aren't going to you know f- spend their money on a something as frivolous as a, as a new door. You know, whereas uh, two months ago it looked like a great idea to replace that old worn out door that has a bunch of dents in it from the kids playing hockey near it. Um, now you know you're kind of well. I guess we can live with that for another year. Yeah, unless you know your uh, your son just learned how to drive and drove through the door. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yeah. You know. Emergencies and, are different. That's exactly right, and that's kind of what makes us an essential service. Is that you know, in case of emergencies like that, we need to people need to be able to access the product right. in order to. And also, to you've this. got to like have the door down so people don't see all the toilet paper you've got in your garage. <laughs> in your garage, I should just swarm you. Well, that's my fear of having a garage door. Is that we have to have an open carport, which is how we purchased the house, and I've always been resistant to the idea of closing it in and putting a garage door on it although lisa's mentioned that as a, as a thing to do because i'm just afraid that then all we would have is a, an alternative storage space which we already do we already have like half of it is full of like horse trunk horse blanket trunks and stuff like that <laughs> it's full of horse tranquilizer <laughs> no, well, no. Uh, you know, a lot of ketamine uh, you know, and that's how we make most of our money during the <laughs> Shh. <laughs> it's because we have raves um yeah in our backyard with chicken chicken sponsored raves here sure, sure. so then uh so yeah so like even with even when it's open <laughs> even when it's open to, to people's view where you have it full of stuff so i can just imagine what it would look like if we didn't we wouldn't be able to fit anything in there so yeah, you're, you're making me think there how uh it's good too because no one will then want to rob you because they can see yeah stuff they can go oh like, that's all they have are horse horse blankets okay well. yeah I mean, I hope that's the thing that we always do like whatever wherever we live we try to make sure there's something in our yard or like uh in our window that makes people go eh not them and <laughs> it's, it's, it's better to go next right now oh. uh, i've got a, a broken snow shovel yeah like to the door and it's like yeah that makes us look a little poor. That's good stuff. All right, let's leave that there. And like, well, they're not replacing their broken sure, snow shovel. Sure. Clearly, they don't have anything inside worth stealing. Well, uh, we'll move on to the next house. That's what ours says, too. They go, oh, they have horses. They don't have any money. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, they don't have any nice things because all their money goes down the drain to horses. So. And also, so, they yeah. might be thinking, oh, what if it's a family of horses that lives there? <laughs> they're all just, you know, then the horse comes down with a gun in his mouth. <laughs> I say nay. <laughs> Didn't expect that. <laughs> didn't expect that. Kick to the Ooh, chest. Yeah, that'd be, uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be scary. Actually, yeah, like in the uh, the book, the Berenstein uh, horses. <laughs> famous didn't book. work out great, and then they changed it to bears, and it all it's all fine now. I thought you were gonna do. A, I thought you're gonna do a callback to the Winhams. Oh, go go for it. No, no, it's fine. I just that's all. I just I prefer the Berenstein horses. My my favorite part of that is the later books when they got really evangelical Christian. Yes, they did. yeah. That was really strange. That horse Jesus was hard to deal with. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, we we've got a Jesus lion. Yeah. There's lots of there's lots of Jesus that, out there. That famous story, the hooves and fishes. Oh Lord! <laughs> hey everybody, it's a good time to remind you all this is free, <laughs> and we're doing this in the middle of a pandemic. Okay, so before just, you get all judgy, just doing our best, everyone. Right, and again, you're saying like thought we're going to do a callback. Well, the prime minister has asked us not to do callbacks unless they're absolutely necessary. Really? <laughs> so. Yeah, don't do comedy callbacks, he said, yeah. <laughs> it's just not safe. So re- no, he's saying don't reuse jokes over and over again. Oh, like, yeah, once yeah. you've done a joke, dispose of it, <laughs> just put it far away, uh, and, uh, and uh, it's just not safe to keep going over it and over and over again. It's good advice. Even yeah. in, even Those are the sort of things that we should remember when the pandemic's over, but we'll soon forget. 
Oh, we certainly will. I always like <laughs> we're, we're talking uh, now about like uh, how much we want to all get together and how much we miss like hugging people and mm. doing stuff. And I do wonder like when this is over. And I guess I know it will happen gradually, so yeah. it's not going to be like and today it's done. Yeah. Um, like how like when it's done. Uh, how soon before we just go back to eh, like normal? Like, you know, my joke is it's four days, and yeah. then like, eh, and now we're back to oh, I gotta get together and with my friends at that party. Oh boy, oh well. Uh, but yeah, just uh, just just curious. It'll it'll be nice. It'll be nice to 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 go back to uh, uh, not seeing people for our own reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm not much of a hugger anyway, so this is uh, this is perfect for me. No, you're more of a chest bump guy. <laughs> you know me, such a bro. Yeah. <laughs> people say, well, how's Dave like? What is he like as a person? You just go, oh, he's just like a regular bro. And they go, oh, okay, I, I know what you mean. That's right. Regular shotgun, shotgunning a keg, yeah. chest bumps, wearing a sweatband, even though I'm not really working out very much. And, and you ask him like, so in terms of priorities, where do hoes uh, come in? <laughs> you go like, well, definitely not top of the list. Yeah, they're after bros as far but as But are I'm... they on the list? Well, they certainly on. <laughs> and it, it's weird because it goes like bros and then ho-hos because he really likes those treats. <laughs> then it goes garden hoes because oh, wow. he really likes taking care of his, <laughs> yeah, his, yeah. his, his home. Yeah, sure. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, then the show Homes and Yo-Yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He really likes that old sitcom. Uh, then that's you go down down about, the list. How about pantyhose? Those... Yeah, he likes wearing pantyhose. Sure. <laughs> this this but only, doesn't sound like a bro anymore. Yeah, no, it's only when he's uh, doing a heist. <laughs> okay, that's fine. To throw it over his face. That's fine. Uh, that seems like uh, something that's gone out of fashion. You don't really see uh, bank robbers using pantyhose anymore. No, I think pantyhose have kind of gone out of fashion. I think that's why they yeah. just don't have access to their uh, girlfriends. Their pantyhose. girlfriends don't have any pantyhose in the. Uh, the th- when you say pantyhose, uh, that makes me think of the uh, that movie. Um, shoot, why can't I remember it? That Wild at oh, Heart, Wild at Heart, the David Lynch film. Okay, I was going to go like when, it, it was uh, a movie called Shoot. That's not a bad <laughs> name for a heist movie. When Nicholas, uh, yeah, when Nicholas Cage heart, and yeah. uh, William Defoe they go to rob the bank, and William Defoe blows his head off literally with <laughs> with a stocking. Have you seen the movie? Yes. Okay, yeah. That's a good film. I did, but here's the thing. I went uh, when I saw Wild at Heart, it was a first date. And it was mm-hmm. a first date with someone who I who I like. And uh and and unfortunately, I learned that uh, they uh talked through movies during mm. that like constantly. Mm. And it was just like, "Oh, no." <laughs> this what am I going to do because I see a lot of movies and I can't have this and yet there's a way uh, you can't mention it on a first date of just like shut up. <laughs> you can do uh, it. You can do what my dad did, which was that? he would sit at the back of the theater. Like we would sit with my mom up, like in the middle of the theater, and my dad would sit at the back of the theater when we went to see movies. And he'd always say it was because he was tall. But looking back on it now, I think he just didn't want to sit with a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three boys in a movie. I'll be at the back. Ellie, you deal with this. And then as you're going to the washroom, you see your dad making out with an usher. I'm like, what the? <laughs> and you go, here's five bucks to shut up about it. Hey, free popcorn. Oh, sounds good. Talk to my therapist about this one day. But for now, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's... Yeah. Hmm. Now that I think about it. I am. It's bad. <laughs> bad i am missing uh i am missing movies i like uh i'm gonna look forward to uh, being in a movie theater again yeah i love movies and i do i do like watching films it's funny um later on in the show 
<laughs> Later on the show, we'll, we'll talk about Scott Pilgrim. What's, what, tell us about the future, Cassandra. <laughs> and so I, I watched... Lies! I say lies. <laughs> I watched Scott Pilgrim the other day on, on TV, but... Or, you know, I watched the DVD of it uh, last night. But it's... Um, yeah, it's not quite the same as sitting in a theater and and experiencing, you know, the you know the, the noise and the screen and the people. I and uh, I have a couple of friends who go, I don't know how you come come down on this, but I actually like seeing movies with a bunch of people. Like I love okay. the I love the I mean, it's also nice to go and you're by yourself, but I also love to be in a theater with and just kind of experience the film through other people around you as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I do like it now because you can uh, pick the seats in advance. My problem always before was uh, you go with friends, they're going to be late. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get good seats. And then some of them will be like, I like sitting right up front. I like sitting in the back. I like sitting dead in the middle. I like sitting over here. And it's just like, son of a bitch. Like, but we, I got the tickets. Here's what they are. Here's where we're sitting. Oh, okay. Can't yeah. change them. Nope. Yeah. Uh, here we go. And also now it's also, I, cause I've got a lot of short friends. Uh, they can't see over the person in front of them. Yeah. And I was like, I got to, got to mix that all up and you're tense because you're thinking of a big tallie like your dad is going to sit in front of us. Uh, but no, it's all fine now because you can see over everything and you can put your legs up and it's totally, uh, totally comfortable. Yeah, that reminds me when, when uh, Nina, Lisa and I went to see to- uh, Tokyo Godfathers at the Rio. You know, it was a mostly empty theater because this was just as the virus was starting to become a, a worry and people were starting to, to talk about uh, self, you know, social isolate, social distancing, and things like that. So, uh, but yeah, we're sitting there, and then this couple sit directly in front of Lisa and I, <laughs> and they insist on wearing their toques. Like, come on! Like, one thing is you're indoors, so you should take off your hats. That's the polite thing to do. Yeah. But just like, there's a million other seats here. There's endless seats you could sit in. Why would you sit in front of two people? It's so dickish. But there you go. Some people. They're just dicks. They can't help themselves. Yeah, this is our special seat, and damn it, we're going to sit I here. I guess, and, maybe uh, that's what it was. I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, people, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, I, I am, I am like, hyper aware of my presence anywhere that I am. Like, I am hyper aware of wh- who I am, where other people are, you know, whose toes I could be stepping on. Like, I, I, I'm so aware of all that. But it's just interesting that other people aren't aware. Like, I don't think those people did it maliciously. I don't think they're aware of what they did. I think they just went, oh, those are good seats, sit. They didn't go, oh, maybe we shouldn't sit in front of people because we could sit in the next row up in the exact same seats and we wouldn't be in their way. But they don't. it doesn't even occur to them. They're just like, oh, here, sit. And yeah, yeah, it's... it's, the res- yeah, we know the responsibility of being tall. You <laughs> slightly more than me, yes. Like <laughs> if you're in a it. store, this is of course before the times we live in, and there's <laughs> someone who's looking up at something on a shelf. Well, our responsibility is to get it down for them. Yes, that's just that is the responsibility of being tall. <laughs> yeah, that if, happened to know. me just a little while ago. I was I was actually had stopped in at a Safeway in Ocean Beach because uh, Ocean Park in Surrey because I was on my way back from getting my haircut and I needed to pick up some things uh, for the we were doing the choir uh, dinner that night and I needed to get some stuff for making punch. And uh, I was in the aisle looking at something and this little lady went, oh, would you mind getting down this box of... Like, no problem. And also for her, the problem was they, it had, was, I guess, a popular item and it the left the remaining cartons were like way at the back of the shelf. So not only mm-hmm. was it high on the upper shelf, but it was far back on the shelf as well. Even I couldn't even see what she was pointing at. She just kind of knew where it was supposed to be. So yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, you got to do your got to do your duty as a tall person. And yeah, yeah, it feels. Be aware. It feels. Yeah, it feels like when you're in a supermarket now, you're playing a, a, a kids' game, 
uh, from where, you know, it was like, you can only be six feet from each other or, eh, and it's just, it's just <laughs> real tricky dodge around. Like, oh, oh, two people are coming that way. Oh, this way. All right, let's go. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we have you the, go by them. Yeah. You got to hold your breath. You got to hold your breath as you're going by them. Okay, now you're fine. Okay. Yeah, that's def- definitely going on at work right now, for sure. Oh, yeah, I also forgot to mention that we're d- divided into two teams. So there's team one and team two, and so team one goes for break, and then team two goes for break. And this way, we only have four in the in the, um, in the the lunchroom at a time. So it's easy- we have two tables, so only two people at each table, and it's just like it's easier to, to social social distance ourselves that way. And no spike ball. No spike ball. The spike ball's right out. We're playing Frisbee when it's nice out, which is good anyway. Like Actually, it's I f- actually find it more... Um, more of a cardio workout doing playing frisbee just because you know part of the fun is is the person throwing it so that you have to run to it you know not just throwing okay it and, and frisbee is safe frisbee is safe that you're both touching the frisbee That's yeah okay. yeah well we wear our gloves because oh well, then you're fine okay we wear our gloves because the frisbee um it's not it's a really heavy frisbee it's one that's designed for high winds <laughs> it's, gonna, it's a manhole cover <laughs> it's we're, a heavy we're, we're, we're bros thick. we're yeah yeah bro i said we're bros right yeah for sure it's a manhole cover uh uh, bros before manholes and then uh but we we uh you know when, when we throw it you know if you miss it it hits the ground and, and it, so it's just on cement or on the on the asphalt all the time so it's really kind of beaten up and it's got all these rough spots on it so it's it's way less uh hurts your hand less to handle it with gloves so we always wear gloves anyway so so yeah we just have our gloves and then we'll, we wash our hands when we're done yeah and uh i think that's pretty safe so you know i don't know i you know you don't want i just I can't do nothing. Like it's just, like, it's just too too crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just I can't just do nothing. It's weird now. It's like uh, first of all, it's 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 very nice when you go outside and there's no one there because you go or there's just a couple of people and everyone seems fairly sensible now. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's very relaxing when you go mm-hmm. and like okay, it's good seeing people be smart. And but you still you go to the supermarket and you're like okay, everyone's seeming to get what's going on here, but you've got that thing of like, is this going to tip in the direction of, and then someone's going to freak out at some point here? Uh, or is it like, you know what, we've gotten used to this, and it's almost like, it almost is like a game. Yeah. We're like, we all know the rules to this, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're all in this together. We all know the rules. Okay, we're a team on this. Let's do this. Okay, <laughs> and then make sure we're staying this apart. Yeah. And here we go. And especially, I think, people with the uh, the, the cash cashiers uh, are especially nice to the cashiers now they know that they're you know in kind of a rough spot and they're yeah. having stress and it's like sure. okay you just wish you know everyone's super super canadian right now <laughs> and i think we also like keeping a distance from each other in canada yeah. so it's like yeah that's that's all right we're good with this that's what we're used to like uh you mentioned last time you were talking i don't know if it's in the next half of the show or whatever but we you were talking about how it's it's so it's so good that the streets are empty in Vancouver because it means people are like paying attention to the advice of, of our, of, of our, uh, the, you know, the health experts. And so, but at the same time also like, it's so cool because it's like, it's like, it's back in the eighties, you know, like it's like back in the good old days of like, like Sundays when everything was closed and you could just walk through Vancouver and it was just like a ghost town. It was That's like, exactly it's a weird what, feeling. Exactly what I thought yesterday we were, we were uh, driving to deliver some stuff. Uh, my 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 wife Pia and my sister in law Vicky have been making masks for for people. Oh, cool! And and so we were driving through Vancouver, and it did remind me exactly of like a Sunday 
in in Vancouver where there was no one around. <laughs> I mean, there still was, you know, a little specks of people around, yeah, but yeah. not too much. But then the nice thing was it was coming up on 7 o'clock, and maybe we talk about this later too, and if so, sorry for doubling down. But uh, but we went to uh, get some gas as it turned 7, yeah. and then just the city exploded because we were next to St. Paul's Hospital, mm. and the city exploded. It just exploded at the end. <laughs> What a story! I don't know if you've heard I, about this. I, I missed, no, I missed no, that on the news. Exploded with people coming out of their balconies with yeah. like bat, uh, with pots and pans and, and and cheering. Yeah, and it's all for the frontline workers and first responders. But then they they doubled down a little bit on it this time around. Yeah. So we had all these police officers that parked in front of St. Paul's Hospital, and then firefighters in their in their fire trucks also did this, and they all just ran their uh, the flashing lights as well, <laughs> and great. it was really impressive and it, it choked you up a bit just yeah. going like everyone's saying thank you to these people yeah. who are you know doing their best to For during sure. these, such tough times and like it that and a great uh, personal risk to themselves ex exactly yeah. you know and it, it really is this feeling of like listen we're all in this together and like the least we can do is you know keep six fucking feet from each other yeah. when you're when you're doing this kind of stuff so yeah. yeah it was nice it's the kind of thing you only get in vancouver during a hockey game mm, yeah. <laughs> and so this was like super hockey game like the idea that listen you're as valuable to us as uh, as hockey players and to canadians holy shit that is a that is a thing to say i think it's now gone hockey players and then like right above it's it's those folks and then right below it's uh hose <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're keeping this. I thought we were supposed to reuse jokes, by the way. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, let me just like hold it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to take a tissue. I'm just going to cover it this tissue. I got to go away and wash my hands. You go, of you go wash your hands of this whole bit and your face. There yeah. we go. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's good. What time is it now? What are, what are we doing here? What are we? Well, at? we did it. We did a half hour, Dave. Did a half an hour. Okay. Well, let's let's call it. Okay. Let's call it. Let's. Uh, we're going to play our intermission music, and then we'll go into the next half of the show that we already recorded. And yes, we already we did talk about the seven o'clock thing uh, later on in the show. So so don't don't be surprised when you hear that again. And and I'm and I'm I go. Oh, I haven't heard about this because I'd never heard about this. I didn't react that way this time because we talked about it on Absolutely. Thursday night. But uh, and uh, the intermission music is a good time to wash your hands. Yes. So. Wash your yes. hands. It's twenty and, seconds. I'll make it twenty seconds long. Just so you and have one of the nice one of the nice things too, we talk I think probably about like Dr. Bonnie Henry later. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that yep. they made it they made an announcement that uh, physical distancing has halved the rate of the spread of COVID nineteen in uh, in BC. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're gonna keep it up. And so she said, Don't get cocky. Gotta, That's right. Gotta keep it's this up for another rocky. few weeks. We gotta keep it yeah. up for another few weeks. So you say don't get cocky, it's gonna get rocky? Yeah, that's a line from Parappa <laughs> the Rappa. It's okay. Uh, so, yeah, like you know, you when you hear people talking about this, you, you yeah, I, I always want to remind them it's an inverted pyramid or inverted triangle. Like you can't think about it as small right now because we don't know how much contact there was between people, how it's going to spread. So you know, and I think we were talking. I don't know if we talked about it in the next half, but but just the fact that there's that generational gap between like. I see this at work where the older people there are very laissez-faire about this. And then the younger people are very much, or the, are, or my generation and younger are very much aware of, of what this means, you know? And so, yeah, it's interesting. Their, their response is kind of like people die in car accidents all the time, or people die, more people die of the flu every year. And you're kind of like, yeah, but this isn't the flu. Like we've had the flu for generations. This is 
new to us and it's going to spread like crazy and uh and yeah it's uh, so hard to make them understand that shrug they just shrug but yeah look so at you, take, you take uh you, yeah you want to you want to you want to have caution and you want to you want to give people the right news but you also don't want to break everyone's spirits at the same time <laughs> exactly you want to right because there is a certain point where you just go well then fuck it then fuck <laughs> it i'm taking off my pants and running into the street it's like no keep them keep them on yeah i do that anyway so i, didn't I know realize, i didn't know that was a problem okay that's shoot, i mean shoot, of shoot. course you do it's lent <laughs> It's one of my Lenten things, my Lenten practices. Right. Thank goodness I so, can stop hey, when, it at Easter. When is Easter again? Sorry, just uh, Easter, I believe, is April sixteenth or something like that. Oh, okay, all right. So, uh, looking still, forward to you you being back on sugar then. It's still a ways away. I'm I'm actually going to look at my calendar and, and I'm going to tell you because uh, I'm curious now that you've asked. Well, me I'm now looking at my Advent calendar and realizing we should throw <laughs> this out. Yeah, because that's not for Easter. Uh, no, it's got one chocolate in it though, and like uh, Pia won't throw it out until we get rid of that chocolate. Oh, okay. okay you gonna eat it? Uh, she will. It's her calendar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's already stretching it out. You're supposed to eat it every day up to Christmas. I know. I know. Um. So it's a April the twelfth is Easter. Okay. So April eleventh at uh, at sunset we will be off our sugar fast. Okay. Cool. That's, that's Easter right. vigil. It's gonna be so depressing this year not having uh, church for uh, for Easter because we're not churches won't be considering going back uh, like having services until May. So. And that's still up in the air. So May third, I guess, which would be the would be the first Sunday of May. But um, yeah, it's going to be real sad. Like Holy Week is a is a big deal in you know if, in the Anglican faith. It's it's a big it's a week long thing. We'll ha we have our we have our many services. We have our Wednesday night service, and then we have Monday Thursday the service of foot washing on on Thursday. Then Good Friday on Friday, of course, and then Easter Vigil on Saturday night, and then Easter Sunday. So it's. Uh, it feels like uh, foot washing could still be part of it. That seems like just a generally good <laughs> well, idea. You know, I'm, I'm curious because well, I guess we'll be zooming this, and I guess I guess we can just wash our own feet as part of the the foot washing service. But yeah, it's because uh, normally that it's the 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 priests who wash the congreg congregants' feet for that. That's service. right. Yeah, and con and some congregants wash other congregants' feet, or I wash the priest's feet as well. It's very it's a shared foot washing thing, which I guess. And any other year is very uh, endearing, but at this at this time of the, this particular time is not so great. But I guess it, I guess everyone's clean, everyone's hands are clean. So I don't know, I don't know. A shared, yes. We usually do a shared meal as well. We'll do a shared soup meal, so that that's all right. That's right out as well. Yeah, it's too bad, too bad. But next year, next year. Yeah, next year I think it'll be uh, exceptionally special because you will know. Like it's oh, there's yeah. nothing like having something taken away. Yeah. To 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 make you value it uh, more the next time. You're so. right. You're right. Yeah. 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 That's true. This next year will be be very special. So yeah, that's true. And also, as as you always say, uh, bros before holy. <laughs> I'm gonna call Justin Trudeau, and I'm gonna quote <laughs> you personally. But uh, no, it's uh, yeah, right. It's uh, that's what I always say because I'm such a bro. <laughs> and on that word, on those words, let us say farewell to each other, and then we will uh, be right back. Immediately. We'll be right back immediately. Yeah, but we're we're just saying we're just saying goodbye for this half of the show, and then that's uh, correct. We are. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I will uh, talk to you uh, in a way in a few seconds. Yes. And in another way, I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> yep. There you go. All right. All right. Take care, pal. Bye. Bye.
Okay, so we took a quick break there because I was, um, you know what? I'm I'm uh, recording the show on my old laptop, and I'm super paranoid about it dropping uh, audio as we're doing the show. So oh yeah, I just uh, it was it was having some uh, buffering issues earlier, so so I switched it. So it's just recording in mono now, and I think that's easier for it to do. So so anyway. But we're back. Oh, I'm sort of back. I think I'm still not talking to the microphone properly. There, there we go. That's the that's the microphone. <laughs> we're we're all learning how to use our technology as well. <laughs> well, yeah, I have I have it. Usually, I have it set so I'm looking at Mary, but then I turned it around because earlier we were trying to make Google Hangouts work, and that wasn't not working for us. Mm-hmm. And then um, so and then I also want to like be looking at the 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 uh, screen of the laptop as it's recording and so i keep ter- angling myself over the wrong way of, with the microphone so and i'd like to thank uh nina matsumoto she helped uh, me out last night uh we did the critical hit show on okay. on uh, youtube and on twitch yeah. live uh cool. so it was all us in little boxes doing our thing and she lent me her uh, microphone for that and uh, so we're, i'm using this microphone again right now because again we're having some issues earlier uh so uh Thank you, Third Dragon, for supplying us with uh, audio on on this. I think I think our hookup was fine downstairs. It, it just um, it was just the hangouts we were, we were trying to use. On my end, it was the problem. I, I have seem to have some problem getting the uh, audio to work with Google Hangouts, and I don't know why that is. But we'll we you know this is probably going to be like this for a little while as we yeah. You know what? I've been very delighted by Nina's um, uh, Twitter account. She's been making shirts uh, in Animal Crossing. Okay, uh, and uh, they've been they've been just great. I I don't they've know what that cool. is. Oh, do you not know the Animal Crossing game? No, it's it's a game for uh, the Switch. Uh, where it's, it's actually all right. It's pretty good. Uh, it's uh, you you go to an island. You okay. get an island. Yeah, and then uh, you're welcome to the island by the fellow who runs the island. Sure. Uh, it turns out he's a bit of a slum lord, and uh, you're trapped <laughs> there, and you gotta like keep earning your keep. Really? On the island. But it's relaxing and fun. But still, it's also about crushing debt. Yeah, Incredible yeah. crushing debt. Uh, but it's very peaceful. You're like fishing and finding things. It's very simple. And there's animals. And it's it's really beautiful. And uh, Nina's been, uh, des- you can design shirts. So she's been doing replicas of their shirts that she does professionally. Yeah. And then all their Simpsons things and whatnot. And they've been very, very touching. And, uh, uh, well, there's just been some touching scenes she's also like put up. But that's her own. Uh, tale to tell um but it's uh it's yeah it's been it's been very soothing and my sister-in-law vicky uh is now playing the game uh it's 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 nice when you can't go outside to have a video game where you can go outside mm, yeah yeah i have playing just... a lot of uh, uh legend of zelda because you could just run through woods and jump off mountains and just uh, hang out and, sure. and go into villages and talk to people and it's like oh this is this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's virtually nice, but uh, mm-hmm. but still, it makes you remember the days when you could walk into a village and talk to people. <laughs> that is true. I no. do remember the days you where can't... I could go into a village and kill monsters <laughs> and then uh, cook a frog, uh, which would give me the power to climb a mountain. Oh, I remember those days. But this is the closest I can get to that right now. <laughs> those days will come again. Those days will yes. come again. That's what they tell us anyway. Oh, so... Other, how so? How have you been actually? So I know that Critical Hit um, show got over a bit of a bump, but uh, I guess I guess it's a show without. I mean, it's a show, but I guess you're not going to get paid for doing it. You just did no, it. actually, uh, we did oh, uh, get oh. paid for doing it. Not uh, in the traditional way, but yeah. both Switch, sorry, Twitch and YouTube do have options where people can 
uh, pay if they want to. Oh, okay. And so uh, people did. So oh, nice. Through, through the show, we acknowledged when someone uh, made a made a uh, payment and oh, uh, said thank you to them and went on. And uh, yeah, we uh, you know it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I want to say, like, it wasn't what we normally make, but often, you know, we have to really chase down that money. And at the very least, like, we get that money, like, that evening. Sure, yeah. There might be a business model to this uh, somehow. A Bitcoin in the hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah. Yeah, it might be a good time to mention we got a Patreon, huh, Dave? (laughs) That's right. You can support us through our Patreon, which is at Sneaky Dragon on Patreon. Yeah. Go there and Uh, uh, a dollar a month would help us. Yeah, how I'm how I'm doing uh, when it's speaking of money. Uh, basically, everything I've done for a living is now gone; it's just vanished. So, um, Exorcisters is on hold uh, for the foreseeable future until you know uh, comic stores are open again. Yeah, uh, Diamond is not uh, distributing. No. Uh, ironically, though, I did get a box full of uh, uh, the first uh, the first of the new run. Uh, today and it looks gorgeous the the Ooh. issue six it looks so beautiful it was weird actually hearing the doorbell ring and just going what the hell <laughs> <laughs> then i get to the doorbell and I, by the way i'm i'm in uh sweatpants i'm in like a sweater that is not a man's sweater at all uh the worst slippers imaginable i'm like oh geez <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah as i get there like the the uh the fedex guys like long since down the stairs and like eh, leave me alone and looks like looks like the mummy and he's just like scampering away but, <laughs> uh so so yeah it was nice to it was nice to see that but that's uh so that's that's not going on right now uh and and uh a pstv show uh the y show is like uh you know until uh, people are able to gather again or yeah, not able yeah. to do that. So, uh, yeah, most of the stuff that uh, we normally do for a living uh, is not uh, a go. The New Yorker is still going. Mad yeah. still going. So okay. we're still doing That's some good. stuff uh, for That's them. Good. Maybe not mad now that I'm thinking about it because – it would be if it was going to magazine shops, but if it's going to comic shops, nope, that's off to. Okay, so just <laughs> just the New Yorker, just the New Yorker right now. Oh man, and yeah, really, so and really, bit, you're uh, limited. You yikes. can't you can't do more than one a month or one a week, I guess. Uh, yeah, and my uh, at least my it's land- weekly. My landlord, who's very 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 sweet, uh, yeah. you know, uh, we had a nice conversation with with him about it, and he yeah. was going, yeah. The problem for 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 him and his wife is. Uh, they tried to get like a hold on their mortgage yeah. while this was going on, and the bank went nope. So really, uh, yeah. So basically, still have to pay rent somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, while uh, nothing's nothing's coming in. Shit. Uh, so yeah, we gotta we're gonna figure something out. That's yeah. what we're gonna do. But we're far from the only people who are in that uh, position. Ugh. But lucky for you, people will always need merry-go-rounds. <laughs> it's, it's an essential service. It is an essential service. It is funny. It is funny. All the people I know who are trying to figure this out right now and going like, "Okay, I've got a video camera. I basically got an editing studio here. Yeah. What can I do now that you literally have? You know, you you go like, oh, if only I had the time. I'd read so many books. I'd make this thing. I'd write this thing. Oh, if only, if only I had the time. Is that a monkey's paw? Oh shit! Was I too close to the monkey's paw when I wished this? Uh, and now we're all having to figure out. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's uh, let's figure out how we go about doing it. Well, all those people who say, "If only I had the time," it's time to put their money where their their mouth is, I guess, because yeah. you have the and time. Then, you have and then the time. You pick up the book and your glasses fall off and break, and like, <laughs> oh no! The worst irony. I know. I always, again, I think I've mentioned this on this show before, but like, 
Well, find another pair of glasses, you idiot. <laughs> like, just somewhere. There's going to be another pair somewhere in the world. Just yeah. just keep looking around. It'll be fine. Silly Burgess Meredith. That's the least of his problems. Where's the food? <laughs> I mean, for me, it's... I mean, I'm really lucky, obviously. Like, the fact that my job, which I think... As silly as I think it is, that the fact that they've said it's an essential service is very nice for, for us. You know, we're still working. For Lisa, I don't know what's going to happen... She's on her on spring break this week. She's she's a teacher. Yeah. She's a teacher. That's right. And so next week is schools back in session, nominally. And I think I think they're expected to do some online classes, but I'm not sure what what exactly that entails for her. That's what I've that's what I've heard. Yeah, I think I think tomorrow they're going to announce what that's that's about. She was doing a, a a Zoom meeting today for for Pony Club. She was doing she's doing a barn lesson, sitting at the dining room table talking to. I think four different students uh, just doing, just teaching them, uh, you know, just doing the the barn lesson stuff, the you know, horse care and horse anatomy and whatever, and um, yeah. So and then then on Sunday, like our church is closed, of course, um, so closed to, for all things. No one can meet there. No one can go there. So so they had they had the services on on uh, Zoom last Sunday at 10 a.m. and I was like, oh, I guess I'll. I guess I'll go on it, but then I was like kind of laying around, not doing very much, and then I so I thought, well, I'll just go in, and it's on Zoom, so then I turned it on, but I didn't realize that you you go on there as as you, so you become like a image as part of this thing, and of course I was just laying in bed with my hair standing up up <laughs> on it, and so I just quickly quickly bowed out. Whoops. Well, it could have been on the toilet, so <laughs> yes. you know. Well, I was earlier when I was looking into it, so thank goodness I. I didn't uh, stay there. I... And peace be with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's, uh, I mean, even when, I mean, we really only opened for, I think, two, we did two services into like the, like into the, like, when people were starting to become concerned. But at that point, it was just, you know, no shaking hands during the, during the service for when the peace is given. Right. And then sitting, uh, you know, with a suitable amount of space between people. And then, and then we didn't have communion wine. We just did the, the bread, the wafers. When, uh, this happened in, uh, well, not this specifically, but when SARS happened in Toronto, did they shut churches down, uh, then as well? No, cause SARS was so different. Like SARS was basically like kind of patient zero and he was quickly contained. And then they, I think they had some people die around it in Toronto, but it didn't didn't leave like Toronto itself. It didn't even leave the hospital. I don't think. Hmm. Um, like SARS had more effect like in Asia, but at, at that time we didn't really have like like China was still kind of a closed country to to us. Like we didn't have Chinese Chinese citizens here. We had people from Hong Kong would come, but not not mainland Chinese. There were still there were still travel restrictions, like the government imposed travel restrictions at that time. It's only. You know, from about 2006 on, that that China has opened its doors and allowed people out to, to you know, you know, move out. And uh, I don't know if it's just a way to get rid of like people who are who aren't uh, you know who aren't that uh, savory or whatever. I don't really know what their what their excuses for letting people go. Because before, you know, you you couldn't travel. I don't even know if you could travel between towns without. Kind of like in like Russia, you had like a passport. Like in right. the Soviet Union, you had to have a passport to travel from one town to the other. You could you could just have free movement, and I think that was the same in China. So you know, 
it's still kind of that way now. I mean, obviously, that's how they're able to contain the the coronavirus uh, there, is they had very strict, as in death penalty, strict laws about how traveling from between towns and stuff like that. Right. So that kind of kept things, but they still have, you know, it's still happening there, unfortunately. Yeah, though I did see a thing the uh, the other day where they were talking about how things were easing up a bit, and, they, and but this is the reason it made me laugh was uh, they showed like you know uh, things are opening up in some areas, and they showed uh, the Great Wall of China, and they had yeah. people are now able to go on the Great Wall of China. Okay. And then the next image they had was a panda eating bamboo. <laughs> it was like, oh, thank God, the pandas can go back to eating bamboo sure, again. Sure. Like, what's that got to do with anything? Because <laughs> yeah, apparently animals... Was this uh, a restriction? Like, the yeah. bamboo? Yeah, they can't... Yeah, they couldn't eat bamboo at that time. Yeah, it's like they have a skip the dishes bamboo thing and the, <laughs> the panda couldn't order it before then. It's like, oh, oh, man, I've just been eating pizza like old from the fridge. Like, I shouldn't eat this at all. But, uh, oh, that's great to be back on the bamboo. Yeah, it's it's really, it's yeah, it's very odd. Yeah, it's, it seems to be harder to control this in countries that have uh, more, a sen- you know, sense of more individuality and freedom, you know. <laughs> it's harder, harder to make people, like, obey you, you know. Like, like fuck you, I'm going to go play basketball yeah that was a thing like uh like evangeline lily or whatever last last week saying that she values her freedom more uh than uh, health and i was like what and it's like <laughs> you you look like you look like a sensible person on the outside right like you look like a person right they would uh you know have thoughts and opinions and mm-hmm. i would value what you have to say sure. like what well she but, still has thoughts and opinions you just don't value them I guess so. And I think she's Canadian, too. And I find that disappointing. <laughs> this is one thing Always that I, I, I do. And I do, you know, you, you do the things. We'll talk about nonsense soon, guys. Um, but uh, one thing I'd like doing is like around three o'clock is seeing uh, we have a local doctor, Dr. Henry, who's like uh, she's uh, what is she's in charge of the Ministry of Health in, in, in BC. Is that? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Bonnie uh, Henry. Yeah, that's right. Bonnie Henry. And uh, she. Um, she she gives a talk on how things are yeah and uh, it's you know it's not that 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 things are swell uh, <laughs> but it's also not dun 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 yeah it's just like it's just matter calm. of fact very matter of fact here's what's going on yeah and it's like she's actually the kind of doctor you want to be giving you news <laughs> like it's not that kind of doctor who comes in and goes well yeah you know it's like nope just tell me tell me what's what <laughs> and uh, and she does and I find that very soothing just mm. being treated like an adult for like about an hour yeah i'm like okay good and this isn't coming from a news organization who's making money by scaring me and getting me to watch the next show and the next show and the next show she's she's in she's out it's good it's good okay here we go mm-hmm. and uh, I, I find that uh, a soothing uh, balm on my day i have to be honest i haven't really kept up with uh those sort of, i mean i read in the paper in the morning that's how i usually uh sure get my my uh info and there's a couple of things like I've got a lot of friends who like taking photos from like their balcony or just like they'll go on a walk by themselves sure. and they've been taking pictures of Vancouver and you know the streets are so empty and 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 then they'll someone will post oh it's so sad and I look at those pictures and go no this is great good for people <laughs> I look at this and I just want to like I shouldn't high five anyone but I want to high five the whole city and go sure. yeah this yeah. is how we make it. This is this is great. I look at this, and it looks to me like love for your fellow uh, person, yeah. like not being selfish. It's like the empty streets are are, are, are great. And it's not because we have you know death squads roaming them will shoot us <laughs> if we're outside. Yeah, yeah. It's just like we actually give a damn. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it's also nice, like, 7 o'clock now, they do uh, cheer uh, for the first-line uh, folks and uh, everyone, you know, giving people health care and taking care of people. And, uh, and and that's just a nice, sweet thing as well. There's just these yeah, little things that make you go, ah, people, <laughs> we deserve a shot. Okay, we're going to be okay. Sorry, I didn't even know about this. How do they give a cheer, like – on the news uh, they, or they basically uh just lean out their windows and cheer or like bang pots and pans it's just something they oh. do in vancouver now wow that's great yeah seven o'clock every night it's huh. the it's the cheer for the uh, for the first line i want to say first responders that's not what it is no no but it's yeah. like uh, whoever the, the healthcare the workers the, yeah healthcare workers basically yeah, yeah. yeah wow that's great yeah i know that we don't do that here in all group but then we're too far away from the hospital for them to hear us so mm-hmm. we just would be wrecking our pots for no good reason well i say like set off some fireworks then yeah, we should do that at 7 let o'clock. Him, let them see that, yeah. Every, every night. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors would love it. It's not enough that you have your fucking chickens. You have to let fireworks every night at 7. Well, let me turn to that. How are your uh, How are your chickens doing? Oh, great. They're great. They're, they're such a couple of characters. They're fantastic. Well, thanks. The, yeah, the other uh, the other week you gave us some eggs. They were very nice. Oh, good. Some were, some were made for breakfast. Some were made for banana bread. <laughs> nice. uh, very appreciated. Are they still uh, laying? They have not been laying for the last little while. Which is, they're eating like mad, but they're not laying. Mm. So, unless they're laying secretly and we don't know where. So, Do yeah. chickens do that? Yes. Lay a secret egg? Yes, they will, if they're smart about it. So, yeah, we we're trying to figure it out, but um, hopefully they'll start up again. It, one... One was broody about a week or so ago, and apparently when they're broody, they don't lay for three weeks. So, so she seems to be over now. She's walking around, but for a while she wouldn't leave the the hen house. She would just just be in there like as if she was sitting on an egg, but she wasn't. Now, when you say broody, yeah. you mean like a teenager broody? <laughs> That's right. She she put up posters in her room, painted her room black. <laughs> Just turning up the music real yeah, loud at night, listening to just, just really cranking up the chicken dance yeah. song. Like, uh, <laughs> well, turn that down. You don't get it like I do. Yeah, well, she, Dad. she's listening to the to the, the like the death metal version. Oh, so yeah, okay, I like the idea of the death metal version <laughs> of the chicken dance, and then with the drums in the background, you know. Um, then, but yeah, no, the, a little something called pluck step. <laughs> the they're 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 just such a couple characters. Like they, whenever I come, because they know where the food is, and they know that if I go into the shop, I will soon emerge with with a uh, hen scratch in my hand, and so um, they always like come tearing towards me when I when I start walking towards the the door to the to the shop slash studio, and then uh, they like hang around outside loitering until I come back out and give them their hen scratch, which I like to feed from my hand to them for a little while, then I'll just put it down on the ground. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. They're they're pretty friendly. And then, um, now, this is Mary's claim. I don't know if this is true or not. Okay. But they'll walk towards you, and then they'll do this weird thing where they'll kind of squat and stand still and spread their wings slightly. And Mary, mm. Mary insisted they want to be pet, so I I pet them if they do that. I don't know if that's oh, what they Oh, and how does want. that go over? Fine, they just, they just stand there, and then I pet them. Okay, they don't do a how dare you or anything. No, like no, that. no, they don't. Shocked. No, they don't. Okay. They don't look askance or anything. No. <laughs> no. I nothing. would like to see how a chicken would look askance. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how that would happen. And then I really feel like by the end of all this, you're going to get like a children's book out of these two. <laughs> it's going to be these two solving mysteries, like chicken mysteries or something like that. But the other day they were, um, they went up onto the deck. Up the stairs down to the deck, but they do quite commonly. But they were pecking at the door, pecking at our French doors to to guess get some food. I don't know what they were thinking. 
Mm? But they're pecking at the doors. And, and then Lisa said later on, she goes, you know what? I'm going to train them to peck on the doors. And I said, please don't. <laughs> please don't train them to. And then she was telling me at dinner tonight that she was going to train the chickens. And I I didn't even know what she was talking about. And I just said, please, please don't train, train the chickens. We don't need we don't need any sort of tricks. Because I just feel like there's some there's some animals that it can only go wrong if you teach them things. You know, like... <laughs> I'll teach them to jump. Well, yes, but then we have, they can jump the fences then. So what is that getting us? You know, So they already can jump the fences, really, if they want. Yeah, chickens, I think one of the benefits to chickens is they are a little dumb. And that's good. Let's keep them dumb. We don't want to make them too smart. Because if that spreads, mm. uh, that is the start of like a, another horror movie. And we're in, we're in a sort of horror movie now. So like we don't need a <laughs> second horror movie with the chickens taking over to, uh, to, to go. That's always a great, a great experience. I think I mentioned that one time when I was talking to someone about horses. I think it was on, on oh, I'm sure it was on Sinky Dragon. And I was just saying when I first saw, like, saw horses, I was scared of them, because my assumption was is that they would be malicious if they wanted to be. They could maliciously like hurt you. And then I realized, well, they're too dumb to like plan something. So they're really, you're kind of safe unless you like ask for it, you know. And I and I don't. That's always my rule in life. Is I, I don't ask for maliciousness. Animals can plan things. Like look, check stuff out, and go like, all right. Let's yeah. just instead of like have the immediate, mm, oh, cause effect, got it. Yeah, go. yeah. But like, wait, I should just wait a second. No, no, wait, no, easy. <laughs> all right. I wonder. And maybe I'll share the plan with this uh, horse over here. Hey, you ever notice how this guy <laughs> always like takes a whiz in the side of the barn? Yeah. So like, if we were going to escape, that's the time, that's right? The time, yeah. Yeah, because he's got his pants down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, they they don't think that way. No, that's uh, that's good that and, we know of. And we don't want them to think that way. We probably have taken the trouble as we've husbanded horses into what they are to like breed out any kind of smartness. You know, like you just want like you just want uh, an amenable, you know, ginormous creature. You don't want any kind of like sass. Mm. You know, like you don't want a sassy Percheron because they're ginormous and they'll just like run you over in a boat of sassiness. So you just want to like get all that kind of like attitude out of them. Yeah, I think we're, I think our cat's getting spoiled by having us around all the time now. Like I think <laughs> it's immediately comes in the room and just like, yeah. all right, here's what I need from you. Like that's just, it feels like a conversation <laughs> immediately starts. Yeah. And it's not a million miles away from when I was a kid and my dad would come in the room. And just be like, hey, this place is a mess. Let's clean this up. I'm like, oh, geez, okay. The cat wants us to clean or whatever. <laughs> it's just like there's a there's an immediate like walk in and complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, never never a compliment. Never a well done you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll well, yeah. That's that's normal, I think, isn't it? Except for maybe a purring. I guess when it jams against you and 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 he's like uh, give it a big purr and looks up at you with the eyes. I guess that that'll that'll count as a. But as they, a, they can also purr when they're angry. I know, I heard that once, and I was like, oh, well, that's a scam. <laughs> How do you know, then? I know, they can purr when they're angry, they can bite you out of love. Well, okay, mixed signals. <laughs> Pick a lane, you son of a bitch. It's so strange, too. Yeah. And then they know when they bite you that they, they've done something wrong, because then they immediately run away. Yeah, to write a letter. <laughs> to write a long-form letter. <laughs> to and it's amazing that Kat's still Dear writing sir. cursive. Yeah. Well, yeah, dear sir or madam, dear it's like, you know madam. which I am. <laughs> you come into the bathroom sometimes. Stop pretending you don't know. Your your offensive behavior, petting me for an extended amount of time, <laughs> burn my britches. I finally had to react. I'm sorry you were offended if I bit you, but what else could I do after all that petting? 
Yeah, this isn't much of an apology letter. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. The cat letters are never turn out to be like, well, I'm sorry if you're offended by me shitting on the floor. (laughs) That's right. That's that's how it starts. Yeah. Yours in Christ. Really? (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) Didn't know that. Didn't know. Yeah. You don't know. And then we and then we just go down the whole road of all that's, the, the Catholics and all the. Yeah. That's why they have uh, nine lives. Mm. They're born again. Yeah, if we did train the cats, though, boy, howdy, it'd be good because they could go out and get us groceries and stuff, you know, because they can't get this thing. So as I keep saying, my cat's gotten very cocky about that. It's like, oh, yeah, that'd be a shame if someone got that disease, huh? Well, I'm off to the movies. Get out of here. You can't go to the movies. Well, neither can you. I guess we're in the same boat. (laughs) I'm off to Hawaii. No, you're not. Mm, Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's my cat's voice. Yeah. <laughs> She's got that attitude. Yes. I call it catitude. Oh, well. And that's available on my new catitude t-shirts that I'm selling from my home <laughs> when I figure out how to technically do that. Catitude. Nice. I like it. I well, like I feel like I feel like we're kind of mining something that's been well and truly mined, but you go ahead with your catitude. Okay, thank you. No, you're so welcome. how are you how are you doing right now with the computer? Do you need to save it again at this point? No, it looks okay. It looks okay. I'm All right. Hope for the that's, best is what I say. That's fine and fine. Uh, I know we normally save letters for the end, but I've got them like uh I got them in front of me and I think it might be nice to uh, uh share with our uh, uh listeners uh, their other listeners talking. Is that okay? Sure. All right. I'm in. Uh last week we asked uh what's something Canadian you like? And uh, our second question was, how are you dealing with the new now? Yeah. Which is now even more now than it was then. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what's nice about an open-ended question like that. It sure is. Now is always, nowness is always a thing. Okay. So, uh, so our friend Edward uh, Dragansky uh, wrote, uh, the early understanding of Canadian culture probably started with Dudley Do-Right. <laughs> that's not really Canadian culture, but okay. Yeah, all right. We can just, we can talk about that after. Uh, which led to SCTV and the McKenzie brothers. That's my uh, Then finished off with Rush. Okay. <laughs> and I suppose it's uh, who did work with the McKenzie brothers. Yes, that's um, true. Uh, and I suppose it's all equally thought of uh, from one region to another. Uh, it would be the same if I asked you guys what you thought Dallas was like and start with your perceptions from that. Everything from oil wells in our backyards to riding horses to work. But I have to give you guys well, a yeah, line. Yeah, that's how it is there. That, yeah, I, I've seen Dallas. I've seen the TV show. Yeah. And people always getting shot. Um, <laughs> but I have to give you guys a lion's share of credit for dispelling and debunking what the typical Canadian lifestyle is like or what it's perceived to be. I enjoy what I've learned about Canada from the two of you. And up until I started listening to Sneaky Dragon, never had an urge to visit our neighbors to the north. So if, uh, if I said I like something Canadian, it's uh, the knowledge of what makes Canada special that I enjoy learning about. Uh, hopefully someday I can visit uh, and see with my own eyes what makes Canada unique and interesting. And if you do, uh, come up here and say hi to us because uh, all of Canada is very small. We're all very close together. Um, and maybe the bacon, he goes. Yes, well, we are very proud of our bacon. We're pre- well, I don't know. Um, I think we're, I don't know. I prefer like this regular bacon. That whole, oh, do you? That whole back bacon thing. I, I don't know. Not into not that into it. Okay, I'm not right. that into it. I keep going off mic. Sorry. That's okay. What do you think of the movie Canadian Bacon? Are you down with that? Uh, is that the Michael Moore film? It is uh, John Candy. Yeah. I've never seen it. You know what? Half good. <laughs> That's how I thought of it. 
without having like, seen it. It's and and there's still more uh, Edward Letter, but I'm just going to keep going with this. It's it's very much like Stripes in that Stripes is really good until they graduate. Yeah, and then they uh, and then it goes off the rails. Yep, this sure is really good half till halfway through and some really hilarious scenes and then just eh. okay there we go <laughs> so to continue uh the quarantine has our office working from home which isn't all that bad since i was able to bring home my big imac pro to work on nice. i have a, an upstairs office yep. headphones oh fancy man and unlimited music to listen to so with that combination of elements i can stay quite productive uh, the best part is that around 5 p.m., when I start to get hungry for dinner, I don't have to suffer through the ride home from work. I can smell my wife making up dinner up until 6 p.m. <laughs> and then just walk downstairs to eat. So I don't miss the half-hour commute either way or the fact that at 5 in the office, all I smell is the maddening scent of anxiety. <laughs> I've also been walking twice a day for about a half hour just to get out. At the most, I'll lose a little weight during all this. Yeah. Uh, the way I see it, if I don't make this thing through alive, my family doesn't have to buy the giant fatty coffin. <laughs> okay. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. It got a little dark near the end. That's sure fine. did. I've seen, yeah. a, I've seen a picture of it. He wasn't even fat. No. Well, right. if, he, if he really gets turned on to this Canadian bacon thing, then possibly. <laughs> well, you know what? If you want a taste of Canada, just go to your store and then look for, I think, Ruffles brand. They make... They make all-dressed chips in the States and just buy some all-dressed chips and then there's a taste of Canada for you. Yeah, and if you get a chance to have an Nanaimo bar sometime, uh, go for that as well. It's a very low-calorie treat. <laughs> just like that in poutine, low-calorie. Low-calorie, yeah. Uh, it just gives you that energy boost you need to just take a nap sure. immediately afterwards. <laughs> yep. Chris yeah. Roberts. Hi, Chris. Ten can Canadian things well, can I, just say, I like. Can, can I just say, th oh. thank you, Ed. Oh, yeah, thank you. It's all right. Uh, ten Canadian things I like from Chris Roberts. Number Ooh. one. Is this a poem? What? A poem? Yeah. No, it's a list. Oh, okay. Top ten Canadian things I like. Oh. Number one, Sneaky Dragon. Oh, cheater. Oh, you, you got us. I know you said <laughs> apart from us, but come on, guys. Ignoring you would be like picturing Easter Island without the, well, you know. And then we got a little link there. So Okay. There. Um, Is it a link to Rapa Nui? It's a, Easter Island is known for its orgies, so it's like <laughs> Easter Island without the orgies. Okay, I get it. Uh, number, well, you know when your chickens are hiding eggs, they might just be prepping for Easter. I hope so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, maybe like and the put sugar some bunny ears on them or something like that. In there. Uh, number two, <laughs> excuse me. Sure. <coughs> excuse right. me. You have officially the <clears throat> world's coolest flag. That's true. We do have the world's coolest flag. Pretty I will, good flag. I will stand did, behind the Canadian flag. When did flag. that one come into play? When in the 60s 67, did we get that flag? 67, 68, sometime around there. All right. Or maybe before Expo. Maybe 66. But It, it the, was before Expo 67, yes. Okay, so maybe 66. This is the mid-60s anyway. Okay. Uh, number three. Canadians helped me through adolescence. Where would uh, what, my te what would my teen years have been if not for Joni, Neil, Leonard, and most members of the band? Hmm. I wonder which ones he's leaving out. Oh, uh, Levon Helm, who's who's an American. Number four. I get it. Norm, I get it, Chris. Uh, Norm McDonald's co uh, Cosby hypocrisy bit. Yeah, that's a pretty good bit. Um, I'm assuming I haven't looked at the link yet, but I'm assuming it's the link on uh, comedians and cars uh, getting coffee. So oh. go to sneakydragon.com, uh, look at this episode, and uh, go. You can, the, the link's there. Cool. Uh, in uh, in Chris's letter uh, to us. Number five. Uh, Dave's record collection. 
I thought I had broad musical tastes, but every bi-week the listening party extends my horizons to places I had no idea I needed to explore. Oh, well, thank you first for the compliment to my record collection. It is it is great. But also, thank you for using my the word I coined, bi-week. Right. <laughs> And that's the one week a year that you're bisexual. Is that correct? That is that is correct. You're right. The Just one... to try it out, yep. see how you feel about it. See how I feel about be- being bisexual. I don't act on it because I would be cheating on my wife. But I do, yeah, I do pretend or not pretend, but I do. I am bisexual for that. Right. It's a lot like Lent, but 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 not. Yeah, <laughs> bent. In fact, it's a bit. Uh, it's a bit the opposite. Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Number six. William Shatner's version of Pulp's Common People. No, I'm not being ironic. I love this. I do like it as well. I don't think I've ever heard that. Did he leave a link for that one? Uh, no, he did not, but you can just look it up on your YouTube. I will I will put a, I'll throw a link in there. Number seven, Cape Breton fiddle music. Mm. There's some fantastic fiddling uh, playing here in Scotland too, but that Cape Breton swing is a sound all of its own. That's true. It's true. It's, yeah. got a, it's a mix of many different cultures because it's it's Cape Breton, so it has the the French, the Acadian fiddle styles as well as the Irish and Scottish. So you get you get a nice melange there. Agree. Uh, number eight, politeness. Oh, politeness is very good. That's very Canadian. People think nowhere else in the world would a guy square up to an arrogant asshole who deliberately endangered his life through reckless driving, only to return later to offer a note of apology. <laughs> Well, that sounds familiar, that story. <laughs> yeah. Number nine. <laughs> oh, the uh, shame. Number nine. Scott Pilgrim. Books and movie are beyond perfect. Agreed. Yes. Very much very, enjoyed very good. And, and both are both are good. That's the interesting thing about it. You don't in their own way, yeah. 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 You don't watch one and go, Oh, that ending. You, both no. of both of them have a both of them kinda of pay off in their own way. It's it's great. Makes me want to actually uh, watch it. Might watch it tonight. The, the film. <laughs> Might read some of it tonight. Uh, number mm. 10, Completely Beatles. What the? Oh, you got us again. Completely <laughs> Beatles. Isn't that Sneaky Dragon? In uh, no, name? it's different. Oh, two it's different. different. Did you not know that, Dave? No, I didn't. I thought it was just us. Yeah, one was a spinoff podcast and one was a, oh, the, the, just a regular do you uh, mean, thing. Do you mean like a sidecast? I don't know the difference, frankly. And I don't <laughs> listen to the shows. <laughs> don't blame you. All I know is we've got a Patreon. That's um, true. What, is, what does Chris have to say about Completely Beatles? Well, let me tell you. Great self-contained series in its own right that's as true. are totally tintin and full marks that's true and well. my gateway drug to the dragon verse oh i love that from, word uh, which i will be forever grateful uh might just be time for another listen yeah uh i love that uh, word dragon verse that's great yeah i think uh, i'm ac- I-, I probably actually will put some links up just on other social media just going hey if people need something to listen to during these times we do have these things yeah. lying around uh, and it's a nice <laughs> it's a nice best. Well, it's a nice complete listen, you know. Yeah. Uh, listen, all uh, t- talk about every Beatles album or every uh, Tintin uh, book yeah. story, uh, every Marx Brothers movie. It's nice to have that kind of ah, working your way through something. It's enjoyable. We got it. We, I had, mean, we had a nice message a little while ago on and to- uh, totally Tintin from a, a Spanish professor. He teaches hmm? in I uh, teaches in West Virginia, I think, at a university. He teaches Spanish, but he does Tintin reviews in Spanish on a YouTube channel. So oh, I, neat! I was, wa- I was I was watching them. I can understand a little bit. My Spanish is not very great, but uh, I can understand. Uh, I can understand understand it to a point. And because also I knew what he was talking about, so that helped. But yeah, it was interesting. Oh, very cool! Just people right, are there uh, seem to like it all. 
so thank you very much, Chris. Yeah, Chris, thank you for your top ten list. Well, why don't we hear from Laurel Robertson now? <gasps> Laurel. Hello, fellow Quarantinos. <laughs> you know that director, Quarantino? Uh, uh, yeah, Quentin Quarantino, yeah. Yeah, a bit too uh, too many N-words, but uh, aside from that, uh, pretty good. Um, <laughs> I feel very fortunate. Is that word feel... nuance that you don't like? Yes, I, I dislike new. No, I, here's what I dislike. I feel very fortunate as we deal with the new now. I dislike both those N-words, the new now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> No, it's fine. Uh, although I am currently out of a job because it's hard to do massage and keep socially distant, <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I just throw rocks at people's backs from a balcony <laughs> and go hot stone. You could do hot that. Stone. That's right. Yeah. Or just throw like a beanbag. It's kind of soft. Fair enough. Well, you know, we'll, we'll work. We'll work it out. Yeah, Listen, Laurel, the these microphone. are all. This is all good advice. I, I can't believe you're not taking it. Uh, I do live on our 32 acres uh, deep in a. Uh, hauler in woods uh, with many uh, trails we've cut. Oh, sounds very nice. Uh, I have uh, places to freely and safely walk with our dogs, Nash mm. and Prairie. I have a veg garden I'm, I'm getting going and neglected flower beds to tend. I'm also painting furniture on rainy days and cooking and cleaning out a closet or two, things I can do while I listen to Sneaky Dragon, etc. Huh. Uh, this That sounds great, actually. Yeah, that's uh, nice. Except for the listen to Sneaky Dragon part. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> so... I have to... Exactly. This morning I had to make a grocery run. I take the highway up over the mountain past the Blue Ridge Parkway to get there. And here's the thing. That sounds so great. It does, doesn't it? Blue Ridge yeah. Parkway. Uh, nothing can stop the new season of spring. And down here the grass is greening and wow. flowers and trees are blooming. Hmm. Uh, so when I get a little anxious and freaked out, for me it's calm and there's peace in nature. Uh, I also read quite a bit and that leads me to question one. There's a delightful Canadian author, Louise Penny, who writes fantastic series of mysteries in which the main character is one Inspector Gamache. There are, uh, these are beautiful books with a set of lively characters based in the fictional Canadian village of Three Pines. Highly recommended. And Sneaky Dragon. Uh, thanks for continuing to give us updates on your situations, David and Ian. You are good guys. Oh, thanks so much, uh, Laurel. That was a wonderful picture you painted. I would love to see a TV series about your life. <laughs> yes, very nice. That's very nice. And also, I want to look into this uh, Inspector Gamash. That sounds uh, that sounds very cool. And I know that that she, I don't know if she still is, but she was an apiarist because she sent us honey in the past. Oh yes, that's right. It was very good. I ate it very quickly. Excellent. Um, <laughs> so thank you so much for that. Thank uh, you, Laurel. Todd uh, writes us. Todd. Uh, writes us, uh, doesn't leave his last name, but you know, what are you going to do? Um, a Canadian thing I like, Corner Gas. I got hooked oh, on it uh, during the brief period when it aired on PBS in the US back in the day huh? and afterwards sought out the DVDs. Uh, I still periodically rewatch the entire series. Uh, nowadays, mostly via Amazon Prime, because who can be bothered to physically put in a DVD anymore? You're not wrong. I am trying to uh, watch uh, Night Court. I've got the DVDs. They're on a table next to my uh, player. Ugh, so much work. <laughs> when I can just put on uh, Disney Plus and watch an Agent Carter episode. But, like, I really do want to see the, these uh, Night Courts. But, like, ugh, it's so hard. Um, I was watching uh, um Sorry, is he? Is no, more, more letter? I was just going to say I was there's, watching. There's much more letter, but oh, hey, interrupt because that's what we do. I was just going to interrupt just to say that I was watching a YouTube video about 
about streaming services right now and, and the fact that they're all having to lower their bandwidth in order to accommodate so many people watching at the same time, particularly mm. in Europe where it's really a real crush there. And uh, I, thought, I thought that was kind of interesting. So, you know, you can put down your physical media, but when everything gets all pixelated and looks terrible, you might just want to have those DVDs to watch because too many people watching at the same time, the system cannot handle. Yeah, I found, uh, I think, season three of The Muppet Show, so I'm looking forward to watching that as well. Oh, cool. Um, so uh, what what does Todd like about Corner Gas? Let me tell you. Uh, the quirky word-based humor, remote small town setting, an mm. excellent cast continue to draw me in. Emma Leroy is, for my money, one of the greatest female characters in TV history, and I was deeply saddened when Janet Wright passed away a few years back. Me as well. I got to meet her a couple of times, and she was, uh, she was great. Also, uh, her daughter used to work at a restaurant very near uh, to where I lived, and she was uh, very sweet as well. Uh, and she also, uh, she also uh, died too soon. Um, I'm also rather fond of the Canadian Doctor Who podcast, Radio Free Scarrow. I know a couple of people have been on that. Uh, they are reliably entertaining and pretty much always positive. Uh, quality often lacking uh, within Doctor Who fandom. It's uh, thanks to them that I first learned about the wonders of Rocket Robin Hood. Oh boy, I could talk <laughs> about that for a long time. Not exactly, have. not exactly a Canadian thing I like, but at least a Canadian thing that I recommend everyone watch a clip or two of via YouTube. <laughs> you know what? Listen, if I was a crazy millionaire, yeah. A while back, they were selling the rights to Rocket Robin Hood for $1 million. And you also got Max, the 2,000-year-old mouse. God damn it. I wish I could have bought the rights to that. Um, <laughs> Would have been nice. Belatedly responding to your thoughts on In Search Of uh, last episode. Uh, but as fate would have it, there's a new podcast called In Research Of. Oh, I like this. <laughs> that reviews those old episodes in oh. light of the science known both now and at the time. Yeah. Why are we doing this podcast? Let's go listen to that one. Uh, it <laughs> seems that some of the topics the show covered yeah. weren't too weird at the time, but have since been uh, discredited, while others were total nonsense, even back then. And a few hold up well even now. In particular, the hosts echo Dave's thoughts on the whole ancient astronaut uh, <laughs> idea uh, being fairly racist at heart. No one ever invokes that. aliens yep, to uh, explain impressive monuments built by white people. Sure. Uh, I don't think the Empire State Building could have been built by white people. Unless, I disagree with that. I'm just going to say, unless that, unless you uh, think that the Illuminati were aliens. Oh, maybe. And I think the Chrysler Building is dodgy. Uh, with the possible <laughs> exception of Stonehenge, uh, only to explain away the achievements of the ancient Egyptians, Mayans, etc., etc. Et it's yep. a bit sappy. But listening to podcasts I enjoy is my main way of coping with the new now. I hope you guys stay healthy and keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Todd. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. Yeah, Corner Gas, uh, I'm chums with uh, uh, Nancy Robertson, who's uh, one of the stars of, of that. And I got to do, I don't know if you know this, Todd, but I got to do Brent Butt's podcast, uh, The Butt Pod. Uh, about two years ago, and that is uh, that's still uh, online. Uh, Brent is swell, and uh, I am enjoying the animated series uh, that is uh, uh, written by some friends of mine. Uh, I, if you haven't watched that, uh, you might be in for a treat. Uh, so, uh, so, so check that out. And the and the movie's uh, better than you would expect too. I don't want to say that I didn't expect the movie to be good, but like it was better than I thought it would be. It was a very clever film. I enjoyed it. Um, Mick Elliott. Uh, writes us as well. We got a few letters this week, Dave. Wow. This is the benefit we to quarantine. 
that's what it is. I thought they were going to say we asked the right question, but you may be right. Everyone's just trapped in their house. I got nothing to do. What can I, I guess I'll write a letter. Sure. Uh, Mick Elliott writes, Hey, chaps. Uh, hope hello. Well. Hello. Uh, but hope you're both well in this crazy era of human history. Something Canadian I like, apart from Sneaky Dragon, is the positive, easygoing, slightly apologetic Canadian optimism. It is a characteristic shared by Australians like me. I will agree with that. And New Zealanders, too. You've gone too far. Um, I've noticed. <laughs> it possibly it probably comes from being neighbors to the big, high-powered countries. It makes us, on the whole, nice people to be around. Yeah. Could be that. I don't think we... Yeah, I, I think we can't take ourselves too uh, seriously or get our britches too big. Yeah. Uh, and we get to, we shoot each other down. Uh, I also like the way... read my essay, Nice or Craven Sniveling by David Dedrick. (laughs) Sure. Uh, (laughs) And then the next elegy, uh, the next essay, I really apologize for that previous essay. That was a bit strong. (laughs) (laughs) I also uh, like the way you pronounce boot, and specifically the way that Ian pronounces caramel, with utter disregard for the second A. Caramel. 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 I think you often say, uh, I think you often say caramel. 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 Sure, like you get that caramel uh, tunnel syndrome um, <laughs> from eating too much candy. Yeah. As for the new normal, by the way, we have too much candy in the house right now. Uh, oh. We had to go to a dollar store to pick some stuff up, and my wife just like went, ah, to hell with it, and just like grabbed a bunch of candy, because when, when are you going to be able to get candy again? Yeah, And uh, we now have so many bags of weird candy. I've been um, making Lisa buy chips, because mm. I can't have candy right now. Right. But I can. Right, you're st- can be salty. I can be salty. Oh, when you started Lent, you had no idea we were going into Super Lent. <laughs> no, I had no idea. But that's okay. Lent to the extreme! <laughs> In a way, it makes it easier because, like, the places where I love to where I love to have pop, I, c- I can't go to anyway, like restaurants or movies, so... Right. You know, it's kind of taken away the temptation in a way. It's a little okay. boring. But the problem is when, when the big day comes to celebrate, <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh, yeah. Let's go out and where can we go? There's nowhere we can go. Uh, yeah, it'll be Easter without church. That is that is very Oh, no, I'm not looking forward to that at all. That's going to be terrible. Wow. Okay. Um, as for the new normal, it is eerie and unsettling, but despite the scenes of supermarket fights and toilet paper hoarding, it's also bringing out some great kindness in people. I'm enjoying uh, seeing how people share their experiences on social media in a way to feel connected, despite our social isolation. Now I cough. <clears throat> but not from disease. Coronavirus. Yeah, without uh, sounding too earnest, hopefully this experience will force us to reevaluate what is actually important to us as a society and how we function together. I would love to imagine that on the other side of this, we might have a greater appreciation for healthcare teachers in the arts. Stay healthy, <laughs> gents. Yeah. <laughs> Stay healthy, gents, and please keep doing what you're doing. It's more important right now than ever. No episode is too long now. Uh, Mick. Thank you so much, Mick. <laughs> Thank you. It's very strange thinking about it that so many people who listen to this show like Sneaky Dragon. Yeah, that is a weird coincidence. It is so strange. Yeah, I was, th- I was just thinking, what a strange coincidence. Yeah. We're getting very uh, few uh, compliments for the Ricky Gervais podcast. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, live good. and learn. And I thought his was more popular than ours. I, I don't even know. Well, uh, it now, was. Is it still? Is it still a thing, though? Is he just oh, podcast? Who knows? In this crazy world, <laughs> he started again. Uh, Nigel. Nigel. <laughs> Nigel. Nigel. Uh, hi, Nigel. Well, yeah. Hi, Nigel. 
Um, what's something Canadian you like, Nigel? He's going to tell us. Okay. I like the drive to Prince from Prince George to Vancouver along Highway 97 wow. and the Trans Canada. It's long, but I love how the landscape changes. It slowly goes from the endless forest of the interior to near desert around Cache Creek and Ashcroft. Mm. Uh, then you enter the really narrow stretch of the Fraser Canyon, and it's striking and dramatic. Then you round the bend into Fraser Valley, and suddenly there's rainforest and soggy mountains and everything. And then uh, banjo players doing soggy mountain breakdown. Um, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Even the drive through the Fraser Valley to Vancouver is pretty nice, at least until you start hitting traffic. Am I right, guys? What's with this traffic? There's no more traffic anymore. <laughs> we miss it. We miss there's, the traffic so much. There's still traffic. You know, here's the problem yeah. with the. Here's the problem. I don't know if I'd brought this up last week, but I'm gonna bring it up again. Bring it up. If I didn't, here's the problem. This is with one of Dave's uh, famous bring 'em ups. Yeah, this is the problem with traffic right now, which is okay. One, it is nice. Like it's nice that work for me to drive to work is like the actual time that it takes to get to work right like like if i it's 25 minutes for me to drive from here to work most days it's 45 minutes but right now it's 25 minutes it's very nice but the thing is is that for whatever reason okay so in the 80s and this is what it was like driving around right like you would just drive places and it would just be you and a few other cars on the road and it was very nice obviously okay let me just set up uh that you're in the 80s i'll just set the the stage okay Yeah. yeah Dave's in his car. He feels safest <laughs> of all. He's here in the eighties. He's heading off to Expo in, in his car. car. Do do okay. do 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 do. Uh, so, but the problem is, is that you always like no matter how nice it is, you're driving along and you're just the wind's blowing through your hair, or whatever, and then you end up and you have to stop because there's some person who has decided to drive at their own speed down the road, and this is this is the same in the eighties. You'd, you'd run into these people all the time and they're still out there apparently and they're out in force I don't know why but but in the old days you could just pass them and carry on but now because of all the congestion they have taken away all the passing lanes on all the roads oh. they have painted solid lines everywhere there are no dotted lines that indicate that you can pass and so it's terrible and now I have to break the law and pretend that the solid single line means I can pass and the double line means I can't pass. And so oh. it's uh, it's just, yeah, it's really, it's really f- ridiculous. Anyway, I'm not, <laughs> but you know, I'm not, I'm not lobbying for them to like repaint all the roads because it's, you know, for the next couple of months. Uh, if this maybe. carries on though, maybe, maybe think about it, government. <laughs> You miss the traffic of the 80s. I do. Are you typing? It's really loud. Yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> I don't really have a choice. It's the only way I can keep this computer on. Oh, okay, okay. If I don't, if I don't type every so often, the screen just turns to, uh, you know, uh, shuts shuts off. Oh, okay, and okay. And then uh, eventually the whole computer will shut off. So mm, yes, that's a problem. And, and my wife, I'm using my wife's computer because my computer is too old-timey to actually use the technology uh that uh you know uh, we, we need for this yeah yeah so and and her but her computer has a a, a typewriter as the uh, keyboard so that's oh. uh, that's what you're hearing right there um nice. i'm going to continue with the with the, the conversation uh how are you <laughs> dealing with the new now poorly 
Uh, I'm still in denial about everything. I know intellectually that things will get worse before they get better, and no one knows how long this is going to last and whether we'll be able to get back to the way we lived before, but it hasn't sunk in. Thankfully, I can work from home, and my family is doing fine. I've been cooking more, finding new ways to keep in touch with friends, going for walks, but still, it's rough. And I uh, appreciate you sharing that with us and uh, agree, it is, a, it, is, it is rough. I have about three times a day where I just go, ugh. And just you just gotta like just go jeez yeah. yeah come on and then uh, and then you go well gotta keep doing stuff and then you do stuff and things feel normal for a while and then uh, a little later on oh, yeah or you go outside and you feel like things are normal and then you realize oh yeah 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 it's not yeah yeah well like I say right now my life feels so normal just because. Because yeah, I, your oh, shoot, I keep because I'm going to work and because because I'm going to work and because um, Lisa's off for spring break still, so right. it, there's nothing unusual right now. Like it's just, it's just as usual, but yeah, like if say if work decides to, to close down, like uh, um, some some of our local uh, garage door companies have laid off workers, so oh. so they're feeling it right now as well. Just because you know, even though construction could be happening it's it's not really like the same as it was like lots of companies have just closed down be- because for you know caution's sake or contractors aren't working or people you know people who subcontractors you know like like kind of the trades and stuff like that aren't aren't as a, as available so so yeah it's um it, who knows what's going to happen in a while how how are you doing without going to the gym well i you know to be honest with you i had not been going to the gym for a while because um i had stopped going when I was doing Sparks, just because of time. Right. And then... Um, and we demanded that we didn't want an in-shape colorist. <laughs> that's exactly that's part of my contract. You were making us look bad. <laughs> that's part of my contract. That's not true. Nina's in incredible shape. Yeah. 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 But so I... And so then when I finished that, I had gone for a couple of weeks, and then I got sick. And so then I stopped going again. And then I hadn't... I don't know. I just couldn't get back into the... So right now I'm walking around going, I can't believe the gym isn't open so I can avoid going there. <laughs> so that's what I say to everyone. They just go, that's very amusing, Dave. Um, but yeah, so I I do miss it, though. Like, I miss going to the gym. I do really like going to the gym. But but for whatever reason, I kind of fell off the wagon for a while. So yeah, ho- early, last, early last month, I was going to the pool. And uh, they went, oh, we're, the pool is closed for a month for... Uh, just big cleaning. They're just okay, cleaning yeah, everything yeah. and redoing. Re- yeah, sure. They drained it all in. Yeah. Oh man, this is the. Oh, this is bad. I don't <laughs> like this at all. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, oh, you don't like this, huh? Oh, wait a second. <laughs> How about this? How about everything that you like? You can't go to. What? <laughs> oh, okay. What, what sure. an ironic twist. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I miss going to movies uh, for sure, but I'm not a super like. I'm not really like a, a person who goes out a lot. Um, we were going to yeah. do, uh, David M was going to do some shows and I would have helped with those, but those have been canceled, of course. Although he did do something quite funny where, cause uh, originally they were saying they couldn't have shows that had more than 250 people. <laughs> and then, so David was like, you know, we can guarantee you won't have that many people out to see, <laughs> see the show, you know, like, so, but yeah, instead they just canceled everything. So, so now. So who knows when we'll be able to do that again? So yeah, it's uh, it is it is you know it obviously is disruptive. But yeah. has he been doing any stuff online? No, he hasn't. I think he okay. should. Yeah, I think he should. It's uh, always nice seeing uh, seeing him on video. Okay, we have one more letter. Oh, okay. What All another right. letter? 
Well, not letter, letter, you know, like email. You know, no, no, I know what you mean, but, but but that's amazing. We had a lot of comments. Yeah, we did. There's people out there, and they're writing us. Uh, and uh, do, do you know who it is? Who's the last letter? Because you could probably guess. Oh, is it Louise? Boom. There we go. It's Louise. Um, that's great. It's our friend, Hi, our friend Louise. Louise. Uh, a Canadian thing that I like are maple trees. I enjoy the oxygen they release. Their shadiness in the summer. <laughs> okay. They're colorful. And, by the way, is this something an alien would say or what? <laughs> right? I mean, this is the clue that she might be an alien. Does it, it feels, this feels forced. It feels like you don't really it like really Canada does. that much. Oh, I enjoy your earth oxygen. It's so refreshing. <laughs> I like it, and it's good. I enjoy putting it in my lungs because I need it to live, as we all do. In this day and age, <laughs> is, this, is this Robot Louise writing to us? I think it might be Robot Louise. That could, I was thinking alien, but I think it might be uh, Robot Louise. Um, if Robot I enjoy Louise oxygen. and Alien Louise ever meet, oh, well, that's going to be quite the fight. <laughs> okay. A Canadian thing I like are maple trees. We've already said that. I enjoy the oxygen they release. That's clearly a lot. Uh, their shadiness in the summer, their colorfulness in the fall, and the sweetness of their sap. When boiled down and poured on my pancakes. Oh, wait a second. Maybe not a robot. Yeah, I don't know. That does sound robot talking too. <laughs> it does actually. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, rate. but it is yeah. delicious. But you know what? It makes me happy about this is the idea that we the show is enjoyed by robots. Well, yeah. Because when the robots take over, uh, <laughs> they might keep us alive. Sure. To entertain. For a while. But then we won't be able to eat their food because it consists entirely of stuff you pour on pancakes. Very good. But they don't know what uh, it is. I just enjoy your oxygen. <laughs> and the stuff you put on pancakes. <laughs> More <laughs> ultraviolet light, please. <laughs> I and like the pretty to, colors in the fall. Now onto the second slightly heavier topic. Uh -oh. uh, I'm not worried about the pandemic so much for myself as I'm very anxious about bringing the virus home to my senior mom. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, being very anxious makes my throat sore and <laughs> makes my uh, body alternate between hot and cold. Oh, I wonder, is it just uh, me or is it you, COVID-19? So yeah. I take my temperature a couple times a day and I treat every item I bring into the house as if it might be infected. I was at the drugstore last week to pick up some shower gel. Uh, then I saw this woman in the aisle flipping open the tops of all these bottles to smell their fragrances, which I totally would have done myself in the before times, but I felt woozy at the thought that she could be shedding virus <laughs> on every bottle. Uh, what's been helpful are the people like you who are using the internet to stay connected. My ballet teacher recorded herself in her living room, uh, leading a ballet class and posted it on YouTube so we could do it at home. My choir director is starting, uh, is, is going to start hosting rehearsals on Zoom. And it was fun to watch the critical hit show online. Well, thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of nice feedback from people who said it was a nice little bit of normalcy uh, in things. And it's not really normal, but it's it's what it is. Here's the thing about a drugstore. Uh, there was someone the other day in the drugstore who was trying on uh, various sunglasses. No. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. Don't sniff the dance. Uh, don't sniff nothing no more. Unless, okay, here's the one They're thing. trying on all the surgical masks. Unless they were sniffing uh, the shampoo or whatever to see, like, can I still smell? Do I still have a sense of smell? Yeah. Okay, maybe that. In fact, I did do that the other day with my shampoo. I was just like, let me just make sure I got a sense of smell. Oh, Jesus. Yes, I do. So okay, that's good to know. Is that, a, is that a sign of uh, the virus that you don't, you've lost your sense of smell? Yeah. I thought uh, it was sense of taste. Both. Oh, um, okay. Both. Uh, there's... Uh, uh, this uh, uh, online uh, fellow uh, does a thing called Binging with Babish, yeah. who's sick right now, 
and uh, just did a thing this week where he made a very gross uh, concoction, and he's like lost his sense of smell and, and taste. It's it's something that sometimes happens too. They say if you don't have other uh, symptoms, okay, uh, that your your smell and taste go away, and it's like oh that's a sign. Uh, of things a friend um he just announced this but like a friend of mine who's a uh, i'm not gonna say his name there's no reason to but he's a local comedian and yeah he's basically got like all the signs of all this and and yeah one of the things is he can't smell or taste anything right now wow so but like uh, everyone else really around with it uh you just stay home like it's not go and get it treated it's yeah write it out um so yeah but I, under- I understand that the the fear of like bringing it to someone else is uh is, yeah that's the real chill is like ugh. uh so yeah wishing you and your family like uh, all the best with that and uh, good Sorry, stay stay healthy and stay paranoid if it's okay well, I am the same thing though with uh, sore throats and whatever because I usually get sore throats like always yeah uh, so it's just like oh is this one mm. or is it just acid reflux is this one is this a thing. Okay, and my temperature is also weird. I've got a slightly lower body temperature than most people, so you know you're always checking that. And uh, is this is this correct or is this uh, every little thing is like what is it? No. Has it okay. ever occurred to you that you may be a robot? I you know what I don't know what a robot's uh, body temperature would be, That's and true. it would make sense that I'm full of acid. <laughs> the other uh, on listening party, our other popular podcast that I do with my my daughter Mary, um, I did a silly voice. Like kind of a Wolfman Jack voice, and so then I had a sore throat for the next couple of days. And I kept thinking, and I would forget the reason why, and I'd be like, "Oh, my throat's a little sore. I hope, it, hope I'm not getting something." And then, then I realized, "Oh yeah, I was doing that dumb voice." <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like a there's nothing like a bit that uh, here was something here was something <laughs> that threw that uh, that uh, uh, took my mind off things uh, this week. Yeah, was I had a phone call on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, from uh, and I'm always paranoid about getting uh, phone calls from the medical clinic that I go to. Uh, and you know, like uh, February, like early February, I I had like a scope, uh, like a, a scope of my esophagus. Yeah. And and so, but like enough time had passed that I'm like, well, that's fine. I also had like a sheet that said everything looks fine, but they did a biopsy, which is what they do every time. It's just a standard thing. But like so much time had passed, I was like, oh, that's all fine. And then, like, this week I got a uh, phone call from them saying we scheduled you an appointment with a specialist. I'm like, oh, uh, but I got it on voicemail. And so I uh, couldn't call that day. So I called the next day and asked them about it. And uh, and I thought that it was about something different because I went like, this, it can't be about that. It's just that that's too much time has passed. Maybe this yeah. is like a uh, dermatologist thing, okay. you know, which you have to get checked every year or so. Uh, and they they went like, oh, is this about your biopsy? And I'm like, well, what about the biopsy? Oh, did did they not give you the results of that? And I'm like, uh, uh, no. What 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 what's going on? Oh, well, uh, you should make an appointment with a doctor to talk about that, like because they can't tell you. <laughs> okay. So now it's like, oh, that's good to hear. But I was able to get out of her. Oh, but it's nothing. And she laughed when she said it. It was like, oh no, it's nothing. It's nothing really bad, you know, because they tell you about that. Okay. Like, oh, okay. So it's just this mysterious yeah. biopsy result. Uh, and I'm so paranoid about anything like this with cancer because, again, you know, this is what got my dad. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, okay, uh, but I don't want to go to the walk-in clinic now and sit in the waiting room in, in prime, you know, ground zero time. Uh, so, uh, but she went, oh, you don't have to do that. You just have to, 
um, go on this website and the doctor will just call you. You can do a video conference thing or, or what have you. And, 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 and so my day was just a nightmare of trying to figure this shit out. And then like I'd set up an appointment, but then it didn't register. Then I tried again, but then my phone stopped working. Then all this other stuff and whatever. Long story uh, can't be shortened now. Uh, <laughs> way late in the day. Yeah. Uh, I do get a phone uh, call from uh, from a doctor, and uh, he looks he looks up everything, and then the first thing he says is, "I got to look up this word." I'm like, oh boy, that's not good. But it was like fine. It was a word that basically meant everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, went, it's like, an animal with four legs that eats bones. So uh, yeah, he said he told me, "No, no, everything's fine." You know, uh, you had like a couple of polyps, so that's normal. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, there's no signs of cancer. Uh, I was worried about Barrett's esophagus, which is a, a kind of a predecessor to cancer. It's not super bad, but it's like you know, it can it can be the thing that you then get checked more often because you could get this. And I thought, okay. mm, yeah, maybe I'll have that because of the acid reflux that I had pretty regularly. And it's like, nope, you don't have that. No, everything looks fine. There's no reason here that you should get a specialist appointment the, that I can see at all. This is all this is all good news. Um, so I was like, oh, that's uh, that's good to hear. Well, I appreciate that, and he apologized for the stress this had given me, and 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 all that. And I wished uh, him well with the stress that he's going through with everything. And that yeah. was that was the end of that. So my <laughs> assumption is that it was for something else. The person didn't write it down correctly, which I mean, I think it was probably for like a dermatologist appointment or something like just real basic um and uh and then she just got confused and mixed up with a oh well it must be this and made an assumption and then like fucked up my day for like two days uh but the long story short as i say can't be made short at this point is uh <laughs> yeah there's no there's no cancer and no no that now that's i always good. love any day that's like there's no cancer so sure. uh at the end of that i was like uh pia came into the room because she heard me say uh, some things that sounded bad where I was going like, why didn't I know this earlier? Uh, <laughs> but I was saying that in the way that just like, yeah, I don't understand the thing with the biopsy. It's like, if it is bad news, well, why didn't I know this earlier? And she's hearing yeah. that. So she comes in the room, make sure that I'm, I'm okay. Um, so at the end of it, I like hang up the phone and I'm just shaking. Like I also, cause I'm so sleepy. Uh, cause I haven't, I, I very little sleep. And, uh, she hugs me and it's all, it's all, it's all nice and good. Yeah. And I was like, Oh wow. I totally forgot that we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> it really takes your mind <laughs> off things when you have a completely unrelated uh, medical uh, minor uh, uh, scare. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, it all worked out. Uh, it all worked out okay. Oh, that's good. And that's and that's my uh, my story of the week with that. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm, Thanks. I'm glad to hear that. You know, are we going to run out of things to talk about? <laughs> Think to myself, what have I done this week? Which I drive back and forth from work. That's it. I've used no gas. I've used no gas at all. And gas is so super cheap. For the first time in, I don't know, a decade, I filled up for under a dollar. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I'm not I'm not buying uh, charcoal for uh, for the barbecue anymore. I just fill it up with gasoline. Just light on fire <laughs> it's, now. It's much cheaper that way. I use it for a lot of things you shouldn't use it for. Does it the steak tonight? Yeah, I clean my dishes with it. It cleans them great. <laughs> yeah. It works well for dishes, that's true. Yeah, and I've uh, made a little fire mode around the house just in case. I don't think they'll ever be looters, but, you know, I've got it going there. You and got what it. The hell? Just, you, Who cares? You know, be proactive. Yeah. That's what you gotta got to do. A stitch in time. That's uh, that's that's what a <laughs> mode is all, all, all about. You know what? If I was a guy who was trying to pull a heist in old-timey times, yes. here's what I'd do. Okay. I'd be the guy who'd be in charge of building moats. 
And what I <laughs> do is I'd make a secret uh, a, a passage that I know about, no one else knows about, and that's okay. how you get through the moat. Ah. And I'm able to go in and uh, break in and steal all the king's gold and sneak out, and they're like, "How can he? How did this happen with our moat?" That's that is that you've just explained why. It's a famous thing that kings, you know, and powerful people would, would kill the architect after they built the uh, pyramid or whatever. Oh, is that what they would do? Yes, yes. They would bury you in the cham- one of the chambers. So. Oh, would you try to make your chamber you're going to be buried in nice so that it would be uh, pleasant? <laughs> I don't think you were expecting to be staying there, but I guess maybe well, listen, you should, about though. The, about the third architect in. Yeah. You, what, what kind of... Like that seems to me like a disincentive to have good architects. Like who would want to be an architect in that culture? No wonder they just built triangles. No one else so, was no one so else was final, on the go. The final day, yeah. you're like, Well, look at this. Pretty great. <laughs> Pretty great. Pretty great and uh snap and then uh, stab and then toss. Yeah. Here, now would you But uh, but oh. mostly all mostly on the grounds of of, of aesthetics. Because they were just like, Well, you've just built the same exact thing as right next door to this. Mm. Like at least you could build something else like a cube why is everything a triangle oh you would like a, a nice burial cube well i just think that you know they these guys weren't the best like the real good architects they were they didn't bother going into architecture they're too clever for that all you got well, here, were, all you got were greedy hacks here's my theory it's like nowadays i think like there was a guy who tried who tried what you're talking about it's like so you got the bunch of pyramids and this one yeah. guy who's creative and yeah. he's like you know what you know fuck this gonna keep uh, it. what i'm gonna do yeah. I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to make a sphere. Okay. So he does. Yeah. It's a sphere. First windstorm blows it in one town over. <laughs> that was his problem. He didn't make a base for it. Yeah, that was the thing. Should It's all about that base. That's the thing. <laughs> what they say. <laughs> that, is exactly, that is exactly what they say. <laughs> so, Dave, what should our questions be this fine week? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Let me ask this. I am so what bad at questions. I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask this because we were talking yeah. about the gym a little bit. Okay. What are you doing for exercise? Because ah, we've had okay. a couple people talking about going for these beautiful walks. In the sure, woods. yeah. Uh, but that's people that have these amazing, uh, you know, uh, uh, nature around them and what have you. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't have that, what do you what do you do? Uh, are you are you exercising at home? Are you doing uh, aerobics online? Are you like I was doing for a while? I was doing a uh, a Nintendo uh, boxing thing that was pretty good. And we got. Uh, Bullflex here as well, little uh, treadmill that we that we do. Um, but yeah, what do you what are you up to exercise wise, or are you exercising? Or are you yeah. just like going to heck with it while we're in the middle of this? I do feel like I'm kind of doing that. We're, we're throwing around the frisbee at work right now, but because uh, mm. we can't play spike ball, obviously. No, you can't. No, that's right out. It completely, yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel so sorry for you guys. But I do, I do look forward to like when again this is all done, and then like, oh boy, you're gonna just be spiking that ball so much. <laughs> Everyone will be happy. I, I think. I hope so. I yeah. think so. Again, for four days, and then we'll go back to being normal <laughs> human jerks. I look forward to things being boring. I look forward to people being jerks again. I look forward to someone bumping into me and just be like, "Hey," <laughs> but not oh. <laughs> you know just being a dick yeah that'd be, that'd be great well you know if you want if you want you know any kind of dickery there's still twitter that is true you know if that's all you want there's good on, there is good online dickery but you on mean twitter. you mean just like face to face yeah dick, dick moves not not the sort of passive aggressive like, twitter garbage. i really i look forward to new york uh, getting well again and everything mm-hmm. and it would be really nice to go to new york and just like just yell <laughs> 
just be like, I'm walking here. And just like, get out of the way, you meatball. And I think that's how they say I it in New York. I don't know what they do there. Yeah. Don't they say yeah. you one spicy meatball? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, get off of that Empire State Building, you dumb ape. That's the kind of thing they say in New York. That seems very apropos at times. Hey, it was beauty that killed the beast. Oh! <laughs> That's the kind of thing they say. Bow! Yeah, I gotta be pretty proud <laughs> yeah. of that one. Hey, what's Thanos doing here? Oh, half of us is going goodbye. Whoa! <laughs> Actually, this would be a weird thing. If you're in the Marvel Universe, right, and uh, this COVID thing hits, yeah, yeah, everyone's there just going like, really, now this? <laughs> First of all, half of us vanish yeah. for five fucking years. And now we got to deal with this shit. Yeah. Ugh. No, thank you. Maybe that, so maybe COVID nineteen is someone's Thanos wish. Yeah, could be. Yeah, could be. Though they don't have Trump as president, they've got their own uh, <laughs> they're president they're, there. They have so their I think own problems. Will be fine. And quite often, the president turns out to be possessed by aliens or something. So they don't. It's not great. <laughs> like this guy, Hydra is probably behind it. Sure. All. Yeah. It's not that's exactly. Like, the system isn't perfect by mm, any means. No, no, it's not perfect. But you know, Hydra. You know they. They want to kill everyone, but just slowly. You know, they don't want to like. They don't want it all at once. No, and you like, got to give Hydra. They got a plan. Yeah, and they're organized. They, they, yeah, they're very well organized, yeah. and just that alone is fine. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. I'll take well organized evil. You know, over this sloppy fucking mess. Like that's great. <laughs> you know, a bunch of people whispering to each other. Hell, Hydra. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it's not bad. You know, sure. given all the evil organizations out there, if you could be a member of Spectre or you could be a member of Hydra, Hydra! In a heartbeat, Hydra! Absolutely! There's, you know, I don't oh. know what other evil organizations would be out there. AIM, you know, uh, but Hydra, <laughs> that's that's it. That's, the, that's yeah. the way to be. Well, Spectre just seems to, like, drop you into a shark tank at a moment's notice. Yeah. Whereas, um, wait, did I say Spectre? No. What is the yeah. other one? Uh, what is the Marvel one called again? <laughs> Oh, the Mar- Hydra. The, the Mar- oh, Hydra. Hydra. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they seem to, they, you know, they, uh, they. It looks like it seems like the kind of company that has like employee programs, you know, like employees. You know, they have like a healthcare program, and you know and what? Stuff, you here's know. here's the question for the week. Sure. What evil organization will you not mind being a part of? <laughs> and I'm gonna say for me, yeah. Uh, I know I just said Hydra, but here yeah. I'm gonna change my mind. Yeah. Willy Wonka's uh, factory. You think that's an evil organization? Oh yeah, huh? Yeah, they slave the people, they torture kids. Sure, yeah, and then that's not even counting the chocolate and diabetes and dental problems. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd say Willy Wonka's evil. Yeah, I would, uh, but I'd be part of it. I think the uh, Oompa Loompas are uh, okay. Well, I, I think, thought he, uh, I thought he rescued the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> yeah, who told you that? <laughs> the book. Was it an Oompa Loompa that told you that? <laughs> I don't, or was it Willy was, Wonka that told you that? It was. It wasn't Willy Wonka. It was the the, the know-it-all narrator of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate mm-hmm. uh, Factory. Who's he working for? Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, like if you're going to get paranoid, uh, me, what evil organization I would work for is the Illuminati. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like I like them because they just do so much useless stuff that I think that's pretty pretty admirable. Like like you know, you go to all this trouble to put like an eye on a pyramid on a, on a, some money. Yeah, like, I would also go possibly why? with. I don't know who are the organization that it's not really an organization, but it is a group. Yeah, uh, that would fight the Power Rangers because I do like the idea <laughs> of being able to be a yeah. monster that can then get big. 
Oh, I thought it was like a woman that they fought. Well, there is. There is a woman, and she was uh, uh, played by... Well, she wasn't played by, but she was voiced by the same woman who does um, Lois on Family Guy. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I believe. Oh, boy, tell me if I'm wrong uh, out there, uh, people. But there was two. <laughs> there was like one guy who was like kind of a demon-y type guy. Yeah. And then there was... Uh, oh, now do I want to be part of Skeletor's crew? Anyway, sorry, let me think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they can become a monster and become really big. Sounds pretty great. Their only big mistake is fighting the Power Rangers. I'd say, like, just don't attack their town. Yeah. Like, go, couple, again, a couple of towns over. Boom. You're great. They can't make it over there. They're kids. They'd have to bus it. You know? And uh, you're, you're fantastic. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with that. But, nah, Willy Wonka. How about um, how about the organization that uh, Boris Badenov is a member of? In, right. In Natasha, sure. Boris and Natasha. Wait, I can't remember what they're called. I think it was just a country, wasn't it? Nah, forget it. It's a, yeah. It's a political system that they were. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, it depends whether or not you're going for uh, uh, the cartoon, or are you going for uh, Robert De Niro's role as Boris Badenoff in the movie? Was that Robert De Niro? I believe Boris Badenoff was played by Robert De Niro in the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. Am oh, I wrong about that? I don't know. There's one with Sully Kellerman playing Natasha, right? Yeah. There was also uh, Dave Bo- Thomas. Boris and yeah, Natasha. I think Dave Thomas and uh, and uh, Sally Kel- Kellerman. Uh, did 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 play them? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Boris was a spy from the fictional nation of uh, Potsylvania. That's right. That's right. And he worked for Fearless Leader, <laughs> and occasionally, yeah, occasionally, Mister Big. I see. Uh, that's right. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, he was portrayed by Dave Thomas in the 1992 film and Jason Alexander in the 2000 film. What am I thinking with Robert De Niro? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe think of Mario. I, you know, I swear that Robert De Niro played, oh boy, howdy. This is, uh, huh. Oh no, Robert De Niro was fearless leader. That's Uh, what I'm thinking. Okay, good. All right. This is not bothering me anymore. Everything's fine. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. That's right. And of course, Randy Quaid was Cappy Von Trapment. (laughs) (laughs) Did I, um. Did I tell you that I watched The Irishman? Oh, that takes a while. How are you doing? It was good. Oh, good. I'm yeah. glad to hear it. It's one of those movies that, you know, you hear that it's very long, and then you're kind of like, oh, that's, that's a long movie. But actually, I didn't find it very long to watch. Like, it kind of zipped by. I thought it was very good. I like I like it as sort of the, the capper to the, I guess, what I would think of as sort of a trilogy of films with Goodfellas, Casino, and The Irishman, all kind of detailing from true you know they're based on actual books um the the history of of you know the mob or whatever various different ways and this one had a lot to do with like jimmy hoffa and his relationship to the mob and and it was it was good it's interesting how would you compare it to the movie hoffa you know what i've never seen hoffa okay neither have i and so that's where our conversation ends (laughs) and directed by danny devito oh that's right yeah one of those when he had some kind of weird period where he directed a bunch of good films. Yeah. And that one starred Jack Nicholson. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's Hoffa. Yeah. So good for, you know, listen, it wasn't great to be Jimmy Hoffa probably. And things didn't work out for him, but boy, howdy, he got played by some good actors later. <laughs> when you, when you watch the Irishman, I like, I've never seen Hoffa, so I don't know how he's portrayed there, but he, <clears throat> he's sort of, uh, he was sort of a fiery guy who kind of, thought a bit too much of himself and maybe 
maybe in the situation that he was in, he was kind of asking for it. Ah. You know what I mean? Like, he was a little too cocky, thought he was more powerful than he was, and uh, he got he got some people upset. Okay. And they, they had to uh, get him out of the way. I will give it a watch when my wife is out of the room because she cannot stand gangster-related things. <laughs> that's that's so fine. That's it's, fine. Uh, you got to time it all. It you is time it all right. It is very much gangster-related, and and it's interesting. I really, I really like um, Robert De Niro's daughter as the moral bellwether of the of the film. She, it's a, it's an interesting. Uh, I just wish her name was Bellwether. <laughs> yes, that that sounds like good. a Rocky and Bullwinkle name. <laughs> it does. It does. Yes. The there's that one episode of. Um, Rocky and Bullwinkle, where they're they're looking for the Kerba Derby, which was this hat, yes. but based on this news news anchor whose name was Derwood Kirby. So, of course, that joke has long gone the way of the dodo because unless you were me, and then you found out later on there, there's such a person as Kerba Derby. Went, oh, that's what that joke was <laughs> in Rocky and Bullwinkle that I saw when I was a teenager. Oh yeah, at least ninety percent of the jokes in Rocky and Bullwinkle we did not get. <laughs> no, they're they're of a time, and I think I guess it's sort of the same if you watched if you watched The Simpsons, like if you watched The Simpsons now from like when we started watching it. If you were you know if you were like younger person, a lot of the jokes would probably fly over your head too. Yep. The topical references and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 And no one's got a phone. And, uh, <laughs> That's part yeah, of it too. It's a very strange, different. Yeah. You can actually watch America happen by watching The Simpsons. You can watch a generation of America. Yeah. Just by, if you start with the first Simpsons sure. and go to the most recent, it's just like, geez, you know, how, uh, what do we find funny? What do we find offensive? What do we, uh, you know, uh, what technology is here? You know, it, 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 it starts off with a very 1950s family, Yeah. Uh, you know, with a dad who's trying to, you know, uh, fit in with everything and uh, then becomes just this crazy, you know, uh, you know, individualist and then kind of a sorry sack of shit for a while and then <laughs> very meta and whatever. But yeah, I feel yeah. this is the type of thing that people should uh, tune in to Talking Simpsons. To uh, to uh, well, let me to just to well, let me just throw something. Especially really. our episodes, you and me on that. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I listened to your episode. You were talking about uh, the camping episode. Uh, was it called in Simpsons? I can't uh, yeah. Cry of the Simpsons. Cry of the Simpsons. Yes, I think so. Something like that. Something like yeah. that yeah, and uh, yeah, I thought you, I thought you had some really good points. I particularly liked what you said about Albert Brooks as kind of a, a person who kind of balanced, kind of brought out different elements of the characters. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's kind of quiet and not, and uh, also I guess because he's improvising quite a bit, in uh, in a way that probably if anyone else did it would be really annoying, but he does it in, in such a way that it's not showy, if you know what I mean. Yeah, makes you lean in. Yeah, uh, brings yeah. out the best in Dan Castellaneta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Changes, yeah. yeah, very much changes the tone every time he's on the show, and every time he's on the show, he makes it much much better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then, good for Albert Brooks. <laughs> well yeah i mean this is probably maybe something we should talk about when we're not on the air but i just thought it was interesting that because um bob co-host of the show seemed offended that they had to cut out some of the lisa marge elements of the show in order to fit in more albert brooks mm-hmm. but I, when he was saying that i was kind of thinking well you kind of have to go where the funny goes you know and if the lisa marge stuff was funnier then it would have stayed but this is funnier, so it stays. It's just yeah, my main thing. I, I I mean, if you're going to cut the unfunny stuff, I'd say cut uh, in that one. Uh, cut Maggie with the bears. 
Yeah. That's not, it's just adorable. Yeah. I think, I think the big problem always is, and uh, rest in peace, Sam Simon, that Sam Simon uh, had gone through a divorce. Okay. Didn't like women. Mm. uh, So he wouldn't let any women on the staff, uh, Uh, writing staff. Yeah. Mimi Pond wrote the first uh, episode. Which uh, is a very good episode. Very good episode. And she's proven herself to be great yeah uh and everything else that she's done but he didn't want women on staff so yeah. when you don't have women on staff all of a sudden the lisa and marge plots uh they just don't show up <laughs> and uh and, you know they just don't have that perspective huh. and so you know the first uh, the first couple of seasons really do kind of suffer for that it's a lot of uh you know oh homer and uh, complain complain and i'm a big nag yeah and you know it's uh, them all working through issues with their wives slash uh moms <laughs> and i've been on a lot of shows where the guys are working with a lot of issues with sure. their ex-wives yeah yeah and so it gets even uh gets even meaner mm, yeah that's that is that is not good but so how would you explain like so how when now there's an episode I'm just thinking now, which is another Albert Brooks episode, where it feels to me like that is a Marge-centric episode, which is when he plays the bowling instructor, yes. Jacques, I think his name is, and now that feels like it's very a Marge episode. Or do you think that? Do you, or do you think that also kind of puts her in a bad light that episode? I don't know. It feels like it feels like you know the uh, the idea of like. We don't want to. We can never have uh, Homer cheat on Marge, yeah. which they then later did do a little uh, episode where it was like he was very tempted to. Yeah, because he's a manager have, for that country singer, right? Yeah, uh, yes, that's Lurine Lunkin. But there was another. There was another woman who worked at the uh, at the power plant, oh. and it was the uh, Think on Sexy Thoughts, Think on Sexy Thoughts okay. uh, episode. But if as at this point you can't have your you couldn't have again it's all Jackie Gleason type stuff right it's all honeymooners yeah so you can't have an episode where Jackie Gleason wants to have sex with someone else other than his wife yeah because uh, that's just no good and uh, and you will now lose the audience completely if Homer wants to have sex with someone who isn't his wife yeah we hate Homer <laughs> so how do we do a, a plot like that oh we make it about Marge but you know Marge is never really going to yeah and you, and also that lets us make Homer be a big jerk off the top which makes it really a homer plot it's not really a marge plot yeah that's what homer's I was doing all the funny shit yeah um and then and then marge really doesn't have the funny lines no it's they've given them to albert brooks and marge is kind of like being dragged along through it and tempted uh but yeah it's a it's a it's an okay episode yeah but yeah it still uh, suffers from i don't know what would women really be upset about would they be <laughs> upset about getting a bowling ball yeah maybe or maybe we talk to a live woman and ask <laughs> what issues you've got in your life and maybe we'll incorporate those into a show yeah no? oh, okay fine then what would wilma flintstone get mad at <laughs> fred and uh we have that to this day again with family guy yeah just it's 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 the nag you're right yep you're right. And we say this as two guys on a podcast with no women on it. <laughs> That's right. So we say this as two big fat hypocrites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at us over here. Um, excuse me while I call this uh, pot black. Please. <laughs> now you got me thinking about hippogriffs. And I oh. think it'd be funny to have like a hypocritical hippogriff <laughs> and just like, don't you hate mythological animals? <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> What a hippogriff. Centaurs, like, uh, figure out what you are. Be yeah. one thing, you stupid bastard. Like, well, you're a hippogriff. What are you talking about? Who? What? How dare you, sir? We're, we're a proud and noble race. 
That's right. Oh, I'm a racist as well. Oh, that's too bad. They're also racist hypocrites. Yeah, there you are, and there you are. <laughs> I wasn't meaning it that way, but uh, you want to take it that way. No, that's okay. Uh, you know, I have, so, I'm not in the, I'm not in the hypocrite lobby, so you can say whatever you want. <laughs> so uh, I'm also manticores. That's who pays I'm, me. Big manticore. Yeah. Well, that's uh, I'm in their our manticore audience. <laughs> oh Lord! I'm a manticorporate We're, stooge. This is not going to get better. We should probably wrap up the show. <laughs> this is this is a sign that we got the I thought, virus. I thought, I thought I thought no show could be too long. Yeah, <laughs> we proved them wrong. That's right. I'm just going to stay in this well. <laughs> So our questions this week were, what evil organization would you like to belong to? Yes. And what was the other one again? Oh, what are you doing to exercise? What are you doing? <laughs> yes, thank you for summing that up for me. No, that's all right. Makes it easy uh, to do you, the show summaries. Yeah, if you want to write to us, uh, you can do uh, so via email at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Love to hear from you that way. Also, you can just go to our website, sneakydragon.com, and every one of our episodes is there. Underneath each of them is a message board, and you can post a little message to us there as well if you go to sneakydragon.com uh go up in the corner click on podcast you will have access to every podcast we have done in the past including as we mentioned full marks totally tintin completely beetles uh the sneaky dragon listening party and fan splainers which uh we'll be getting back to but movie theaters are closed right now so we got to figure out what's going on with that but uh they're all uh, they're all accessible uh and again they're all uh, free to listen to. We do have a Patreon, as we mentioned. Uh, and uh, in this day and age, why not click on it? It's fun. Um, you can also post on our Facebook uh, page, uh, Sneaky Dragon, or go to Twitter, Sneaky underscore Dragon, and uh, tweet us there. Also Tumblr, SneakyDragon.tumblr.com. We, we're cool with all of that. <laughs> and Dave and I both have our own individual Instagrams. I mean, uh, Addy and Boothby. On Instagram, and what are you on Instagram, Dave? I'm. I think I'm Dave Dedrick. Oh, there you go. Pretty, so yeah, pretty go easy. Check this, that out. Basically, my Twitter handle too. I think I've been posting some pictures of food that I've been making, so uh, I'm trying to go old school. I don't well, post uh, keep very it, much. Keep it normal. Yes. <laughs> I'm not much of a photo. I'm not much of a picture taker. So why am I on Instagram? I'm just on Instagram to lurk. You know, here's the thing that I would say uh, you you might want to do sometime is go onto our page and look at the old uh, art that Dave did for uh, a lot of uh, our past episodes. Mm. They are it is really beautiful. It's a nice rabbit hole to go down. Yeah, I should put up. Uh, there's a lot that hasn't that's not on there actually. I should put all that stuff up. I think that's a good idea as well. I so s- I um, so gave up on <laughs> title cards. Well, I yeah, guess. no, you had other stuff to do. We ended up. <laughs> oh, we might as well plug this too, because uh, we were ending up like working on books for Scholastic. That's true. Uh, like our our Sparks series, the first book has been out for a while now, and it's just called Sparks. We have another Sparks. one coming out in August called Sparks Double Dog Dare, done by uh, me, Nina Matsumoto, and Dave. Um, true. And eventually, Exorcisters will be coming out. Uh, we will find a way of doing that, and uh, you know, uh, when it does, I hope you will catch that. Yeah, like the cold. And don't forget that episode 450 is uh, fast approaching. Oh, yes. And we would like your questions for our listeners' listeners questions episode. The more the merrier, and we have a prize pack that we'll be drawing four from the prize pants. So every question is one ticket in the prize draw so well, what can what can they ask about dave what type of things you can ask us about anything you want you can ask us personal questions you can ask us philosophical questions you can ask us theoretical questions you can ask us about movies music our lives your lives our opinions your opinions you can 
ask us anything you want. And that's the ma- that's the magic of the show, and we will answer it for you in a cogent and a um, long-winded way. Because we got nowhere else to go. <laughs> We're stuck. <laughs> we are stuck. We might even add a little video uh, element to it because uh, that's the way we're living right now. So we'll, oh, okay. we'll, uh, we will see. Yeah. No promises, but uh, we will uh, try our best to make this interesting as we go along. Yeah. So everybody out there, um, uh, thank you for joining us in a slightly uh, different episode. Things are slightly different now. Uh, and, you know, they're going to they're gonna get back to being boring and normal very, very soon, hopefully. And if not soon, well, they will. <laughs> they will just get back to boring and normal at some point. Yeah. And uh, we uh, we appreciate your kind attention very, very much. And we wish you, all of you will stay uh, healthy and happy and safe. And we look forward to uh, doing this for you and talking to you more in the near future. We've covered all the bases. All right. Stay safe over there, Dave. You uh, too. Love you, my friend. Love you too, man. Okay. <laughs> Miss you. All right. <laughs> We'll do this in person soon. Yeah. All right. Take care, world. Bye. Bye, everyone. Hey, that was great. Thanks very much. Hey, no at all. That was fun. <laughs> yes, it's strangely, strangely fun to talk. I don't know what it is about us. It's yeah, like, it's, it's like we like each other.